hit a button, Morty. Give me a beat. Oh, this is a podcast. What's good, folks? I appreciate you tuning in to this episode of This A Podcast. This is the show where I have conversations with um, some of the smartest, brightest, most hardworking, talented people that are just in my world, people that I really think are um, forward thinkers, um, you know what I'm saying, really bright and really intelligent in whatever field that they're in. I talk to people from all different fields, you know what I'm saying, um, artistry, science, business, literally just people I know that um, I think are dope. So that's what this show is. My name is Mech. I am a content creator. Uh, I also run a family business. So a lot of the things that we talk about on here are in that world of business building, um, you know what I'm saying? Building as a person, you know what I mean? Just things like that. But how, that's that's the frame of the conversation. But uh, the conversation tends to go where it goes. So um, I appreciate you for tuning in. If this is your first time like dealing with the It's Nation brand, check out everything that we got on itsnation.com. We have a lot of content on there. Um, if you're into sports, we got Sporty Life TV with my homeboys, Serge and Theo. Right now, we're doing a dope docu-series following the Kennedy High School program as Serge and Theo uh, joined that coaching staff. Uh, it's a whole new coaching staff, so we're documenting the journey of that. And we also have um, my homeboy, Phil, who is, uh, you know what I'm saying, a regular guest on this podcast. Now he has his own podcast called The Final Third. Um, he's going and he, he is a soccer coach. So he's talking to a lot of his homies about um, everything soccer. And we have another show, um, another podcast called Live from the Backseat. That's with my two homegirls, Josie and Simone. They're super dope, super funny. And we've got hella content like on itsnation.com. Just go on there. You know what I'm saying? Look around. There's hella shit on there. And uh, also subscribe to It's Nation TV on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? That's where you can see a lot of our stuff. So I appreciate you for tuning into this and I appreciate you for, uh, you know what I'm saying? Fucking with the brand. On this episode, I got Jalisa Osuna on tap, better known as DJ Joe Froxy and as her name would indicate, she is a DJ. She um, recently went on tour with Masego and Goldlink, and um, we actually get talking about what that experience was like for her, um, how she linked up with Masego in the first place. Um, we get to talking about how she got into DJing in the first place, and a whole bunch of uh, dope stuff. We get really deep on this in this conversation and um it, it starts off a little slow she said she was nervous i think i was a little bit nervous as well um so it starts off kind of slow but you know what i'm saying once we get into it it starts to really turn up and the conversation gets really dope um jaleesa was really cool or is really cool and um yeah man i really enjoyed getting to know her better through this conversation so here it goes could say both like. yeah i'll probably throughout the conversation just call you jalissa just because yeah. um cheers cheers ready for your first podcast ready. all right <laughs> got dj joe froxy on <laughs> tap today how are you hello welcome to the show great good thank you for having me of course of course um I've been looking forward to doing this for a little bit. Um, real quick, I like to start the show off by giving 
you the chance to just kind of introduce yourself to people in a couple sentences just let people know who you are what you do okay oh my gosh i'm so nervous <laughs> you'll be you'll do fine you're doing fine so far so i am many things i i guess creative in general you really are many things, <laughs> right we're, you know, we're gonna get into start. it but go ahead <laughs> um i'm a dj i'm also an artist like i paint um abstract paintings or uh like cartoons um that's like the main two mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll just stick with that yeah. You're Joe Fraxy and you're an artist. Joe Fraxy and I'm an artist. Real simple, real simple. And actually, that's kind of a good place to start. That you do a lot of type of thing, a lot of different. You have a lot of different artistic avenues, um, right. just from what I can see from you. And honestly, I don't even know if you remember this, but when I first started doing this whole nation thing, I reached out to you to do the logo for the oh, original yeah, website. Yeah, do you remember, remember that? That was, <laughs> oh yeah, that was, yeah. So Whoa, without even knowing, you got deep ties into this whole shit. Um, <laughs> But yeah, with like graphic design. Yeah, yeah, you started with graphic design wow. and then painting. You've even done like accessories and things like that. Photography. Yeah, you yeah. do a lot. How do, how do you um like what what kind of motivates that? Do you just kind of like to do something and then you just do it or like, yeah, like where does like that come I would, from? I would feel a spark. Like I guess it started with school like in college we had to take different classes from jewelry making to fibers. You mean you had to? Ceramics. Was it part of your your, um, your major or something? Yeah. What was your major? It was graphic design. Oh, okay, okay. Until I failed the second (laughs) class. (laughs) The second class of what? Of graphic design. For real? It was like five or I think six of them. And after you you have to pass like the second one and then you get on to like the the bigger ones, the harder ones. So. It was very tedious. I didn't want to spend the rest of my life on a computer mm-hmm. as much as I like designing. Um, I wanted to do something more hands-on. Okay. So I switched to three-dimensional art, which was like making things out of boxes and just Interesting. stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So then that led me to painting. Well, no, photography, because I'm like, no, I don't want to do anything with my hands anymore now <laughs> yeah. i just want to like yeah. see and catch it in like yeah. art that's beautiful like i like taking pictures of things not really people mm-hmm. um so then after two classes i'm like i want to paint <laughs> i need color so painting was where it really started i'm just like oh my gosh i get to like i i realized like i could draw and then I started painting and then I would add objects to the pieces. So like random things like pennies or yarn or just old earrings. <laughs> I would just throw stuff up there. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like you're the type. I'm, I am I feel like we're kind of similar in the sense that mm-hmm. you like to try something and then you kind of assess like, OK, I do or I don't like this. Yeah. And then you don't like if you don't like it, you don't stick to it. Mm-hmm. You just go on to the next if it thing. It's too hard. And that sounds horrible. Like. It's like, okay, maybe I don't want to dig deeper into this. Maybe, you know, like, I guess, like, I've realized that, okay, music and art is something that I want to dig deeper mm-hmm. into because it's so much to learn. It's, it's like, it's so much. Yeah, so and it's funny you that you really said, um, like, I, I, I understand what you said by, like, it sounds bad because yeah. I'm the same way where, but I kind of I came to the realization that it's not necessarily bad. I'm motivated in the sense that if I want to do something, I'll see it all the way through. But sometimes you can get like you can get over like four or five hurdles and realize like at the seventh hurdle, Mm -hmm. I don't really care about this so much to get through this hurdle. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) it's like I just want to go to the next thing. That was graphic design for me because when it got to like they call it kerning the letters in like a magazine article that 
you would think looked perfectly fine. I swear, I spent like kerning four is like hours. the spacing between the, the spacing. letters. Yeah, it got so technical. I was like, no way. How did you fail me? And I, I stayed after the class in the lab and did this. Yeah, like I just I'm ready to do the fun, colorful stuff. And he's like, no, you got to do you know the basics, the structure. You got to figure out kerning like, first before yeah, you can like, go into the. I know. <laughs> I just want to make logos. <laughs> that's real that's real so i get it now i get it yeah um how did how did djing come about for you because that's like your latest hustle isn't it yeah and this is like my number one it's like yeah that's that's what you're fucking with the most right now (laughs) how did that come about that came about when (laughs) i i met well my ex-boyfriend gabe niles he he taught me um i would always go to events with him Mm -hmm. so it just happened where like he would go outside, smoke a cigarette, talk to people, mingle, and he's like, yo, just take over real quick. So I gotta go <laughs> pee. I'm go like, okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna just sit here, shake it, yeah. and play around. <laughs> and then, like, people were watching, like, oh, shit, who is that? Like, you, they were I'm fucking just, with you? Yeah. Really? Like, my first couple times, and I'm just like, oh, wow. Like, I'm just over there in my own little world, playing around, dancing playing whatever songs I like and they actually like it. And then I got booked for a big New Year's gig and I'm like, oh, wow. Wait a second, wait a second. We gotta gotta break this down. We gotta break this down, straight up. So your first time um, getting up there and getting on the tables or the computer, Mm -hmm. like, what did you do? Like, did you know what you were doing or like, what did you do exactly? Yeah, because he taught me like, like, probably like two times and then I just started playing with it myself. Okay, okay. then, so it wasn't like you like, went up there and then you were like completely blind to it. You had yeah, done it before, but like mm-hmm, in private. At home. Okay, okay. So like, I would always watch. I, I think I was always just interested. Like, I was the girl at the parties either like scoping out a cute guy to mm-hmm, dance with mm-hmm. and then right after like standing next to the DJ watching. Like, I was just always fascinated. Really? Because I felt like I did it in my head as a kid. Like, I would hear songs because we would go on road trips when I was younger. Mm-hmm. My mom, we like, she would always buy the latest like reggae soca mixtapes so i would listen to the way they blended it so it kind of just stuck with me so i knew what was coming next and i feel like i would add my own twist like oh this would go good with that so that's I interesting in i remember those i remember um some like reggae tapes well my family's from nigeria oh, so oh, like nice. we would he like we when they had cds of nigerian music mm-hmm. the songs would just blend like they don't yeah. go from like track one to track two to right. track three they just like turn into another <laughs> exactly. song and i'm literally i, I didn't re- i didn't like, realize how? that until you just said that right. yeah like, like, that happened on, on reggae jones too so once once gabe showed me like oh you do this and you do that because i'm like how in the heck i like got so excited yeah. i'm just like this is how you do it <laughs> you <laughs> like, figured it out yeah i didn't know what it was yeah that's very interesting. We're gonna we're gonna come back to the whole DJ thing as well. Um, we're gonna skip all over the place too okay. chronologically. I, I, I tend to do that. Um, so, are you? So we met for the first time back in Hampton days, when, or when I was living in Hampton. Um, you were living in Hampton. Are you from Hampton? Um, I'm actually from Queens. Oh, okay. York, yeah. Okay, so we're actually in for people listening. We're yeah. actually in New York right now. Um, so this is like home for you, huh? Yeah. Uh, okay. Like I thought you had just like moved out here. <laughs> no. Okay, so you're from Queens. When did you move to Hampton, Virginia, or like I that area? I moved to Hampton when I was ten. Okay. So like fourth grade. Um. Yeah, because mil- military uncle. Okay. He moved us all out there. Just, you know, for a better quality of life. So okay. And um, where, what do you, what, 
What do you remember about living in New York the first time up until you were 10 years old? Man, it was so much fun. Yeah? <laughs> what type of shit were you getting into? It was just like, I had so many cousins and like, like family, friends. Well, not, I mean, not really friends like that. I was young, but just so many outdoor activities. Mm-hmm. The corner store, like playing tag, going to the park, riding bikes, scooters. My dad would take us to the city, like, you know, like disney store like things yeah. like that so i feel like that's why i never felt it was just so much culture exposed to me even like being around my people like like caribbean people and the parties my parent my family would throw big backyard parties so i think moving to virginia was difficult for me to adjust to at first because i missed the diversity and the excitement like and the closeness of like yeah, being outside and just from what i can remember family. about virginia it's like it's so spaced yeah out. it's spaced out yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it's like I think what drew me to Virginia was the first the first drive down there. I was like, "Wow, I can see the stars!" <laughs> like, you didn't see stars out here? No, I feel like I never I never noticed. Oh, yeah, it maybe you didn't notice. Not dark enough, you yeah. know. It's so bright here. So it was that, and my uncle like took us to Water Country for the first time. So I'm like, "Oh, this is." Like <laughs> I, re- I remember really going. <laughs> I remember <laughs> living in when I was living in Hampton. Everybody used to talk about Water Country. Yeah. Like, like, I was like, "What the fuck We're is on the, the big deal?" Base. I'm like, "This is a nice house, Water Country. Yeah. Okay, this is cool." This lit. So did you? So like, you kind of warmed up to Virginia. It took time. Yeah. It, I didn't really warm up until I moved to Norfolk. Okay. Hampton. It was. It was just. I. I didn't really fit in. Yeah. So it was, it was hard. What, yeah. what what were you into when you were over there? Or like, what were you doing? Like, Nancy? just like as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was playing with my Barbies. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I grew up around a lot of boys, like my little cousins and mm-hmm. my brother. Mm-hmm. So I was either like playing basketball with the kids in the street or like in my room reading books yeah. and playing with Barbie dolls. When you were a kid, <laughs> what did you think you were going to be when you were an adult? Wow. Like, what did you th- see yourself thought, being as an adult? I wanted to be a model. I wanted to be a veterinarian and a psychologist at the same <laughs> Three time. Three different careers. I mean, but as kids, we don't, like, you know, so as kids, we just like, oh, I want to be that. And a NASCAR driver? <laughs> yeah. Where did that come from? I love cars. Yeah? My brother would get this, the most sick little, like, Hot Wheels cars. Oh, I loved Hot Wheels so as would, a kid. I would play with those, and I would, like, he had, like, a bigger, like, like a yellow Corvette. So I would drive my Barbie dolls in his, in this, in his Corvette. <laughs> yeah. like, Come on, Barbie, let's go. <laughs> it was so cool. That's wild. So where did the um, where did the model, vet, and um, psychologist come from? Did you say psychologist? Um, yeah. Yeah. Where did those come from? As a kid, I have no idea. Like where did you love animals or? But veterinarian, I did. I do love animals. Still do. I had two rabbits actually. And I just, yeah, I just always liked pets. Like, I always wanted a dog and a, a horse. So I, I just wanted to be a veterinarian. Yeah, yeah. going back to the psychologist thing, that is a weird <laughs> profession for a kid to be like, I want to be a like, psychologist when I grow up. <laughs> like, not even a doctor, like a specific-ass right. like, psychologist. And I didn't even know what that meant, but yeah. I, I just knew that, like, I was so intuitive and I, I always wanted to understand what people were thinking and feeling and just like I don't know like honestly that's me now like I'm very into like thinking about I think about psychology all the time about like like, why people not necessarily like why people do what they do and like oh why are you doing that but just in a like a trying to yeah I'm trying to understand Understand. and I and I have a better understanding of 
knowing how individual we really all are. Mm -hmm. Like there's no two people at all that are alike. So I really try to take that into account when I'm dealing with somebody just kind of like not judging who they are, just like accepting who they are Mm -hmm. or what they show me. You know what I mean? So that's very interesting. Um, The what was you said? Veterinarian, (laughs) psychologist, a model. Where did that come from? Watching America's Next Top Model, oh, okay. I guess, and always like, like Gabe would make fun of me too. Like whenever I would look through magazines, I didn't, I didn't like reading the words. I just looked for the pictures. The pictures, of course. Yeah, so I really liked. I was really into fashion. I, I low key around that time wanted to. This was eighth grade, maybe. I wanted to be a fashion designer, but watching a Project Runway, I think, mm-hmm. it just seemed like way too much work. Yeah, I was like. No, I would want to. I don't want to sew, but I I know what I want to create. You know, I would want somebody to to do it for me. I guess. So, um, what type like of student were you growing up? Like, did, were you good in school very, or? I was very studious actually. Yeah. I I got A's. Was it because you had to be or because you wanted to be? Like, I think I put that pressure on myself. Like my family, they. I mean, they were serious, but I just really like wanted to be the best at like, like school. But until I got to college, that's when it was just like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait where, did, where, did you say, where did you say you oh, went, went to Oh, I went to ODU. College? Oh, you went to ODU. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. So I was that quiet kid that just, my, well, my parents were strict in a sense where I couldn't really hang out with friends as much and do things and like very, very, very strict mm-hmm. in that sense. Yeah. So I yeah. Was just I feel home. that. Mm-hmm. Um, who, who did you look up to as a kid? Was there anyone and that could be whether it's people in your family, people that are like famous, like who who were some of your uh, role models or like influential mm-hmm. figures back then? As a kid. I guess like as a kid, like it started with musicians, maybe like just admiring. Like, I guess I'm thinking maybe like high school. What? Like, yeah. Any any time of your life, school, honestly. High school music and stuff, it, it started. I feel like that's like when you're really coherent team. about picking who you want to fuck with. Yeah, you know what like, I'm saying? And, and I, I, I guess I, I should say, like, an NERD concert is where it started. Oh, was really? Like, yeah, that and Lupe. Because, like, I, it was my birthday, too. My 17th birthday, I met Pharrell. Met him <laughs> where and how? At, like, let's hear this story. In Norfolk, we went to Z104, stalked him. <laughs> <laughs> like the radio station? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we went to ODU for the show after. So like I met him then and then like I crowd surfed my way to the front. No got way. On stage and was dancing. No way. <laughs> so people crazy. picked you up and, and like, yeah, like it was, carried it you was to the crazy. front of the stage. So I think that was my first experience like with live music and just like just feeling the bass of the speakers and the excitement of just all of that, mm-hmm. like that's that's when I really just oh we're talking about role models. <laughs> that could that I mean for uh, I but, mean I guess yeah. it works yeah okay. musicians and how how they speak like or just their rhymes and I don't know I didn't really have a particular I just pulled influences from everywhere yeah but honestly I would say like as I got older so maybe like eleventh twelfth grade. Vashti became my role model. Yeah. And ironically, they dated. Mm-hmm. And my friends, you remember Keenan and Keanu? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's they, like how we know exactly. each other. <laughs> like, they up. introduced me to that 
you know, that world, NERD and stuff, because yeah. I was just a kid from Queens. You know, all I knew was like 50 Cent. Oh, Lloyd word. Banks was my favorite. <laughs> Lloyd Banks. Lloyd Banks. G-Unit. <laughs> Straight up. Jay-Z, Straight up. Nas. Yeah. And if it wasn't that, it was it was reggae and soca. Yeah. So they put you under so, like clips. Yeah. Uh, like I was Pharrell like, oh, this is cool stuff. Yeah. Like this is different. But and this it is different. And I kind of mm-hmm. want to touch on that. Um Virginia music, I didn't, so like, I didn't even realize until I, I moved to Hampton as well mm-hmm. that Virginia music scene is like, like a whole vibe in its right. own thing. And, and it's it very, right there. <laughs> you mentioned Gabe Niles and like, like Sonny and Gabe are very big out there. Drum right. came out of there. Like, yeah. like, how would you describe that time of music in Virginia? Like, how would you describe like, that? Cause you were kind of like in the minor, yeah, like a little yeah. bit later. But like, again, I just want to state that I, I was I'm from Maryland, so oh, um, I didn't okay. really know about any of that until I moved wow. there. So when I moved there, I mean, I, I was already a big like Pharrell fan, yeah. like on some like fronting. I liked fronting and yeah. like you know what I'm saying <laughs> stuff like the the stuff. basics. I liked what happened to that and boy. Then you know what I'm saying? He like produced like. James but I didn't even like know that he was stuff. from Virginia like for the longest time. Wow. I didn't even know like him. I didn't, I didn't really know anything about Virginia's music. I scene. didn't know like all the shit he produced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't know the magnitude of like, like what he was doing wow. too. But um, mm-hmm. so when I moved to Hampton and I just see how like they really hold them up there. And yeah. then I see that even the people who aren't like as famous as him are still kind of like local celebrities in their yeah. own right. And they're really like, like and, they, and, they, and, deserve, and they deserve it though. They're very mm-hmm. talented. Honestly, the first time I met, I, I met Pusha T at Cream. And Ooh. when I met Pusha T, I was geeked. You know what I'm saying? But like everybody was like, I oh, be out here all the time. Like everybody was like <laughs> right, so like nonchalant about it. Yeah, you like you see him at any store. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember I went to um Abuelos and I saw Alan Iverson in there. And I was geeked. I was geeked. <laughs> Alan Iverson was in Abuelos one That's time in PTC. Crazy. Just like having an argument about basketball <laughs> with somebody. And everybody was just like chilling. And I was like, oh yo, that's God. fucking Alan Iverson. Wow. But so like Everybody was just kind of cool about, it. but um, yeah. yeah. Going back to the question, like, what do you, th- like, what do you <laughs> think about the um Virginia music scene? Like, how would you describe it or that I era? I feel like that era kind of started like, wow, this is like a timeline. So I would say like once I got to Norfolk around 2009, mm-hmm. that's when I was introduced to Gabe and Rebelly. That was their crew. Mm-hmm. So after learning about Pharrell and Neptune's clips. Then Gabe introduced me to, he was very influenced by uh, the Neptunes and Timbaland as well. Mm-hmm. But he was also very into with disco and house music. So that's actually what I first learned how to DJ was okay. mixing house music with a little bit of hip hop and then soca. Is house so, music the um, thing that like came from Chicago? Yeah. Is that? Okay, okay. I'm just trying to make so sure I have it right. So that 120 BPM is like, mm-hmm. like it just really gets you moving. Like <laughs> For sure. It's fun. So he like, I would say like, you know, that whole crew like is a bunch of rappers, producers, creatives in general. Like they would throw events and even before I met them. So they've been doing it for such a long time. It got to a point where like Gabe was working with so many different people in the area. He randomly stumbled upon Drum. He stumbled upon Sonny and they like, yeah, this was around when we were dating. So. Fast forward 2009, 2014, we're still together and we're all just like, you know, like we came together because we felt like misfits. We just, you know, we just wanted to create and just do everything. So 
me and Gabe were even making flyers. Mm-hmm. Like we're making flyers for people. And just creating. Just hustling, yeah. yeah. So then um, Sonny and Drum, they were different, you know, like, and he felt like they were people worth investing his time and energy into. So once that happened, they were making music, we're doing more events. Then I started DJing and then, um, yeah, like, one day we're sitting in the kitchen making noodles, ramen noodles, like sleeping on the couch and shit. And they just make cha-cha within 10 minutes. That shit blew the fuck up. <laughs> just, but that song knew, was like, fucking stupid, dog. Off, that like, shit blew. And it was, what's we were funny? Throwing, Go ahead. We were throwing like at FM Backstage, we were throwing like this Reb, Rebel art show. So that's where like, oh yeah, my, my painting. So like, that's where... They created a platform for everybody to come out and sell their paintings. Are you talking about backstage? Network, or yeah. FM, yeah. Okay. Yeah, network and everything. But then they would also have him DJing and then like drama would come out and perform or like Max Villard or Artel Carter. So like everybody, it's like everybody had a way to express themselves. Mm-hmm. So we just kept curating the scene until it got crazy and then drama came with this hit. So it was like... He's performing it and everybody's rocking with yeah. it. So yeah, that was it crazy. And it's off. funny. I heard I remember I was I remember hearing that Joan live for the first time. This was like maybe like live a year dark. before mm-hmm. it actually like got on the radio. Yeah. Uh, I think it was at the par it was at the parlor on Granby. Oh, and yeah, parlor. that shit went oh, stupid. Wow. I don't I don't know if this is the same night that um <laughs> I mean I don't I don't know how many nights he did it there. Yeah. But the, on this particular night, um <clears throat> Like that jump went stupid. Like he played yeah. that cha cha jump, and then everybody just went stupid in that jump. Yeah, and I, like I remember, like it's like ingrained in my head as like mm-hmm. just a crazy night. Um, because I think that was my first time at the parlor, mm-hmm. and um, I, we had went with like a bunch of our homies. That you know was what I'm saying? A sick spot. And yeah, it was oh a dope gosh. little spot. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that was definitely a crazy time. That was a crazy time for sure. Yeah. Um, w- it was just a crazy momentum, like building up to even like them building work release and parlor mm-hmm. it's like it just it was just so much growth yeah because parlor on granby was relatively new when yeah. when like when we went there it was that like was one of the first days it was open 2014 yeah 2014 because then 2015 is when i really started djing that's the year it started that's work release opened in like march yeah, I remember so I used to see on Instagram platform. you have flyers like <laughs> DJing at work release like every yeah, damn like, okay, every, every damn weekend. Week, <laughs> that shit was I like was you was a resi- resident in that job. Yeah, I rushed after working at Apple. <laughs> yeah, and like DJ and it, it just got crazy. Like yeah. I had no idea it would take off. The way um, it and speaking of taking it off, you recently <laughs> went went on tour with Masego <laughs> and Gold Link. How did oh that gosh. come about? How did you link up with them? That was amazing. Um, that's that happened. From I would say work release because it work release was a platform created for everybody like anything you wanted to do from you know a girl DJ you know to Masego playing like a saxophone and making beats on the spot. He's from Virginia, right? Yeah, okay. he's yeah he's from Virginia. Yeah. I, I believe Newport News. Okay. Yeah, so he um and the crazy oh my gosh the crazy <laughs> thing is my family had a Caribbean restaurant. And he didn't open, we had open mic nights. I remember that, Joe. He, yeah, I remember your restaurant. That's the first time I ever met him. I'm like, yo, who is this yeah. dude? You thought he, was, every, he thought he was like crazy? Yeah, yeah, I'm like, this is insane because 
And then the fact that he's Jamaican, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so cute. Yeah. But we had so many old people, you know, coming in doing their little yeah. dirty poetry. <laughs> <laughs> that no like, one paid attention to the, yeah, music, like, the people that went up there. <laughs> oh, like like X-rated like, oh poetry type gosh. shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, that's what happens when you, hey, when you give people a platform like, when you give people a platform you're open to whatever the I'm fuck I'm behind serving jerk chicken like alright <laughs> and then he touched then me the down there like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> straight but up it was tight it was, it was nice though it was, yeah. it was really tight Yeah. but then when Masego came through I'm like who is this kid like it was amazing so then then I yeah, I guess like two, three, four years late, three years later, um, I, I run into him again at work release, and I'm like, oh shoot, that's the guy. Yeah. Like, so I didn't know he was watching me, and I was watching him. So we're just like, all oh, everybody's killing it on the scene. So then him and Drum takes off, and then like maybe like two years later, you know, like he takes off with Soul Action and and Go Link and everybody. Um, he reached out to me, and he's just like, yo, like. I've been seeing you do your thing and I, you know, let's work together. Let's create, like, you can do whatever you want. Like, we just we would come up with so many ideas. And he's like, um, first, let's start with, you know, um, you know, I want to see, like, how you vibe with me, like, as my DJ and stuff. And you can make your bow ties. You can sell your paintings. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> Perfect. I get to express myself <laughs> yeah. in every way possible. Wait. Yeah, with somebody that I know, you know, like kind of grew in the same area. It was just like, yo, this is tight. So then when he said, Golink's tour is like the trial, I'm like, whoa. That's the trial? Like, yeah, like, <laughs> like, I thought that like, was the, what? yeah, like, straight up. Like, as soon as that mixtape came out, I was just like, this guy is crazy. And that was right after Crew hit, didn't it? Yeah. Wasn't that when that tour happened? That like was, right after Crew? And that shit was stupid. That, 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 was, that was my introduction to Golink. Really? Yeah, that His song. His first mixtape. Gabe and them introduced me to him, and I yeah. was like, "Who is this kid?" Yeah, like, this, it's and he's crazy. from DMV too. I should yeah. know him, but I'm I'm just so like out yeah. of touch when it comes to like <laughs> new music. Honestly, I feel you. That yeah. was that was the way I was learning about stuff. Just mm -hmm. being in that environment with them because I didn't like school. College was boring to me. The people were boring. Like I would go to house parties, and I was just like, "I'm not feeling this. Yeah. Like I'm missing. There's something missing." So off campus was where like. The fun was at. That's where, so me too. Where my man. homies are throwing events. That's like, so me that's too. It. Like it's crazy. I always mm -hmm. say that. Like I loved Hampton for the people that I met, mm -hmm. but the people that I met weren't necessarily Hampton students. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I literally like all the people that I love from there were local people. You know yeah. what I mean? Except for Chase. Like Chase was Chase was and Phil. Chase, Chase and Phil are the only. Those were literally the only two mm -hmm. Hampton students that like <laughs> I love to this day. But everybody right. else that I met out there that I'm still cool with were local people, and mm -hmm. it's really because of the same thing I wasn't into the whole school dynamic Yeah, it but it wasn't like I was an anti-social it's just like I liked what I liked right. and, and I it just didn't have to do it. with school I didn't right. have to do with like what a lot it's of people like there like you know yourself you know like this isn't it and yeah. I can't force it like my friends are like, oh, fraternities, sorority. Yeah, yeah, straight up. This event, and I'm just like, eh, pajama party, what? Pajama party <laughs> in the website. <laughs> like, can I get some paint brushes? Like, what the fuck? Like, nah, I feel I you. I want to tag the buildings yeah. and do crazy shit. Yeah. That's very interesting, though. So what what do you think that's like, um, or what was that like for you kind of um, 
knowing what you liked and it not being what everybody else was into like did you feel kind of outcasted because i know yes, back then i, I felt life. like out, i felt did you like okay speak on that like Jeez. how did you feel um like how did like how did you play that outcast role like did you embrace it or like was it frustrating for you like what like how did you feel about that it was just i would say it was kind of like lonely in a sense feeling misunderstood so much because it's like i don't I don't fit in anywhere, you know, like, and I guess that's, that's, that's how, how Revelee formed because they just felt like we're a bunch of misfits. And I was like, oh, shoot, these are people that are like me. And I didn't know this is what I liked. <laughs> you know, it's like, this is pretty cool. So it was difficult. I tried, like, I, you know, I, I had a little crew of friends, like, girl, I always, every school I go to, even, it's so funny, I would find like a clique of girls to like be friends with. Yeah. Then I'll go to another school and find another clique. So is that hard to do? It just happened oh, okay. naturally. It wasn't. It wasn't hard. But I was. But I'm saying, is that still, hard for people to do? Because you said it's funny. Like, is that something that a lot of girls aren't oh, able to do? Probably. Oh, okay. I don't know. All right. I was always like, the, oh, the sweet Jaleesa. Yeah, like, straight come up. Come join us. <laughs> straight up. <laughs> they would kind of recruit me because I was nice. Because <laughs> you were just bubbly, <laughs> lively. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. Right. So it was. I don't know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I feel that I feel that you kind of know you kind of like knew slash know yourself and you just mm -hmm. kind of go with that. That's very interesting. Um, this is kind of a left field question, but how do you deal with um, like fear of things? Like, how do you do you embrace fear? Do you <laughs> like how do you how do you treat fear? Like when you when you when you face a situation that you're not sure about, how do you think about attacking that situation? Hmm, I feel like I felt like this the other day and I feel like this right now. <laughs> I don't know why sometimes I get nervous, but I just throw myself into it. Like I'm not afraid to like sweat and get messy. And that's what that's what DJing was. It was like, I know what I'm thinking and feeling and how I want to express this, but I'm just going to try anyway. Like the other day I used uh, CDJs for the third time. And it was a new experience to me because it made me feel like it it's it's almost like going from from Sam's or Apple to Samsung. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I don't know where anything is. Mm -hmm. It's like it's just something new, but it's not that you're not experienced. But um, I just I kind of just push myself into it and just make it a goal to like master it or at least get to a point where I'm comfortable. Yeah. And then I feel like once I'm comfortable I have to find another challenge like yeah. it's it's kind of sad that i can never just be content and settle like right now i'm pushing myself to really like understand how cdjs work how to set up properly how to deal with things when things go wrong because on the controller like so many things have happened you know technical difficulties that people don't you know even know about and now i'm like oh i know what that problem is like it's a driver i've seen it before yeah. yeah i've seen it before so with CDJs, now I'm like, what What do you mean track one? Like I have to start this over to use the, you know, it's like so complicated. Yeah. I'm like, damn, I feel like a beginner again. Yeah, I feel you 100% <laughs> in turn that. And tables, real turntables. <clears throat> like I tried that the other day, my friend yeah. told me, and it was it was just new, but. I f no, I feel you 100%. You know, like I am very, very similar in the sense that, and we, we kind of talked about this in the beginning, like mm -hmm. I, 
once I feel like I've mastered something or even if I haven't mastered it, once yeah, I feel like I've done what I wanted to do with yeah. it, I'm like on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes I think it's a detriment on my part because it's yeah. like, what if I were to see something like I've, I I feel like I've never seen anything through even even things where people were like, oh, like you're good. You should keep doing this. Yeah. Like if I'm bored with it, I go on to the next thing. Like even if people tell me like, yo, yo you can really be like successful in this. People, like if I'm bored with it, I kind of go to the next thing. People have been telling telling me to be a singer yeah. like produce like so much I, things I that you tried and were good at yeah, like, like f- to a certain I, degree but it was like, like yeah you used to sing on a couple of ch- <laughs> on chase tracks like straight up dog like you did the graphic design thing like I, I feel you 100% I feel you 100% and what's funny is with that like I randomly came up on some of um some of our old songs like <laughs> some of our old songs and then like but like some of the s- songs that we put like on the internet and I, and it got me thinking about some of the songs that were just out there that we never like mm-hmm. did anything with, and it's like damn, like I want to I want to hear some of those like I old know, songs, like, and that's the beauty about the internet is that if you put something there, it lives there forever, and you right. can see it. But the but the kind of um bad thing about I guess ourselves is that. If we don't put it out there for our own reasons, like we're self-conscious about it or whatever, then we don't do that and it's not there. And that's what I think about some of those songs. Like some of those songs are just like gone because we never put it out on the Internet for whatever self-conscious reasons we had at the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And one of those songs was the joint you were on with Chase, which I remember it in my head. No, that song was so lit. That song was (laughs) so lit. I just can't remember it in my head. I just can't. I can't remember. I mean, I remember it in my head, but I can't think of it. And And I tell them all the time, like, yo like I, like looking back at some of this shit that they did and we all did together I'm just like damn like we were talented from like yeah. young you know what I'm saying from yeah, like young like, just like bullshitting to the studio dog like that it, it's that it's just that kind of I think but I think that's kind of the drive that like kind of keeps me going now yeah. it's like I think about like damn like I didn't see I didn't foresee anything I just like feel like I want to do something and I do it mm-hmm. Without even like thinking about like, well, what am I doing yeah, this for? Like, like what's I the feel that spark? I'm like, okay, yeah. I know this is right. Like, I was not supposed to move back to New York, for instance. Well, what brought something... you back to New York? That was that's the question I had for you. It's what what brought so you back many here? Many different things. Like, cause I moved here, 2017, came for eight months, ran back to Virginia. Yeah. Out of fear, you know, cause fear of like, what? Fear of like, well, not not only fear, but like the struggle, like. It was really tough, even going to gigs, like traveling and, you know, on the train and just learning so much in the cold like, yeah. and just by myself. Like I didn't have none of my friends anymore. Like it's like, you, I mean, I wasn't just out here. I had a, a little you bit had of people, but not the people that you were used yeah, to. It's like yeah. now I have to start over again on a bigger scale and meet people. And it's like it's like, you know, I, I, I feel like I was the best in Virginia, but mm-hmm. now it's like. Holy shit! Starting New York over. is a whole another ball game. Yeah. So I have to prove myself again. It's like it's like acting like an audition. You have to audition again yeah. every time. So I ran back to to my comfort zone, and but not only because of that, I ran back because of what me and Masego were working on already, and I felt like I'm I wanted to continue like building with my friends mm-hmm. in Virginia, like mm-hmm. me and uh, Fake Uzumi. That's like my DJ homie. Like we we started our own party and stuff like that. So I still wanted to be a part of, like, it's like I'm always pulled in both directions, whether it's like, yeah, like main example, New York and Virginia, because they're both part of me. So 
as at one point I was gonna like after tour I wanted to move to DC because I'm like that's right in the middle. Yeah. Like maybe that's that sweet spot. <laughs> Straight up. That's Straight me, up, yeah. you know, because people are like, oh, you DJ, like you're from DC, and I'm like, really? Like, no. They assume that just because yeah. you DJ. That's How I play, so it's like That's interesting. Because it's like I feel like the way the way we play or how I played and learned from a producer in Virginia was very not slow, but it's like it's it's it. We would take our time more and we would blend more and groove kind mm -hmm, of. Mm -hmm. So that's how it started. Like Gabe would introduce everybody to like these, you know, like just more like hipster type of parties, different scenes, and like electronic music, dance, house. So like it was more of a groove it was a dance but in new york it's like fast 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 cut drop cut drop you know everybody mm -hmm. plays like i felt like super fast yeah. like, so it was just two different like i guess what is it tempos or i think so yeah that i had to get used to so it's it i feel like all of this has just been me like it's like a self-discovery, like yeah. figuring out who I am, what my style is, or maybe I'm just both. Maybe I'm just. It's very interesting um, what you said about um, feeling like you were like alone when you moved out here, because mm -hmm. I feel like it was very lonely. Yeah, but it was a it was a rehab time period. I would bro, say. that's exactly what I was about to say. Like wow. I think when I moved <laughs> back to um, Maryland after Hampton mm -hmm. is when I had my quote unquote breakthrough, and not in yeah. like a good way, but it was yeah. like a, I was by myself. Like my homies who I went to high school with weren't back from school yet. Um, wow. Like all my, like I'm like Chase and Phil still like they didn't finish at the time that I finished so they were still yeah. like in Hampton like I'm literally like and this is when like I G was like I mean it was popping at this it's time but it was like started. yeah but it, it wasn't like what yeah. it is today but um mm -hmm. it was the place where like you go and see what people are doing so like fear of missing out was real like I'm literally <laughs> just like on Instagram all day like damn these niggas is having the time of their lives and I'm right. just here like by like, myself dog like bro everybody's doing everything <laughs> like everyone is doing everything and I'm just like at home literally in my basement doing nothing every like, time you leave one like I would leave New York like oh Virginia like blah 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 and then it's like damn I miss that yeah yeah like, yeah it's that oh, but shit. but so what i'll say about the being by yourself is like when i was when i was by myself it forced me just to kind of think like because i had never i had never mm -hmm. been in a time been i can't i can remember a time when i was like by myself mm -hmm. you know what i mean um since i moved to hampton i was always with chase and phil right. at least like if it wasn't more people it was at least like That's with them because they were my roommates like i was never by myself so when i moved back home i just had so much alone time and like mm -hmm. in that alone time i just had time to think about like what yeah. i wanted to do what i was doing you know what i'm saying yeah. i wasn't necessarily yeah like who i am i wasn't necessarily like thrilled with the person that i was at the time yeah. you know what i'm saying partially well like almost completely because i was like going through like a heartbreak at that time as well yeah like it's what just like I, but but <laughs> and, I, and i say this all the time i feel like heartbreak maybe not just heartbreak but like down moments like really define like who you are mm -hmm. because i think the, like those tough times is what makes you like if you go through those tough because like what's what happened was I went through that but like half of that was still in Hampton so like I was in Hampton and I was like still like hurt but I was like 
doing what Phil and Chase were doing. Not even just yeah. them, like Tim, Keenan, all them. Right. I, like if they wanted to like go to a party, I would do yeah, that even if I, I didn't feel like, like it. Right, you know, I was just like too. drifting. Yeah. So when I was at home and it was like literally by myself. It's like what do just I yeah, like what do I want to do? What makes me happy? I didn't yeah. even know what happiness was at that time. You know what I mean? Over compromising. <clears throat> I'm to yeah. the point where I like I just told my little brother last night. I was like, I'm not going to this fet. Fet fet is Oh, another word for party. Okay. Trinidadian slang, by the way. Okay. <laughs> this boy wants to party like three times a week. I'm like, I'm not going unless I have a specific purpose for mm-hmm, going. Mm-hmm. And if my gut tells me like, don't you can't ask me on Tuesday if I'm going out Thursday night because I won't know till Thursday. Tuesday. <laughs> straight up, like, straight I, up. If I'm being honest. And straight I'm up, I'm not going anywhere unless I have now. a reason to go. Like, I've, I've done this already. Like, he's like, come on, free up yourself. How old is he? He's 22. Oh, okay, yeah. He so must. Oh, yeah. I, I remember living that life. I was in the I was every party. Going through all yeah. that. So I'm like, boy, live your life. Like yeah. I've done this already. I'm more focused now to where it's like, I have certain goals and and solely just partying is not going to meet them. Mm-hmm. You know, if I, I'm being very selective now about what I do, how I do it, how long, and it's like I'm not feeling it. Like. I got to be honest, like, I'm, I, I can't. Yeah, like, I'm, just, and I'm the same way. Um, I'm not compromising. And anymore. kind of that being alone kind of, like, made me realize that because I realized um, when my homies did move back home, like, my homies from high school, when they mm-hmm. officially did move back home, I found myself doing what they wanted to do but still mm-hmm. not feeling, like, happy or satisfied. Yeah. And this is around the time when I started to find the video thing, like, when I started mm-hmm. to, like, really um, – because again, I just had so much time to myself. I started mm-hmm. to learn how to, because again, cool. I'm a driven, motivated person. I just had to find what it was what that it would was get that out of me. Drive. Exactly. So when I found that, I was doing that. But again, it was at the same time that my friends were starting to move home. So I would I would do that for a little bit and then I would go out. Mm-hmm. And then just overall, I just wasn't feeling happy. So I, I, I kind of started to realize, well, I don't have to do like yeah. all these things that my we friends want to do. Like I don't have to do that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I owe it to myself to do the things that I want to do mm-hmm. like in my it's life. it's our lives. It's our bodies. Exactly. Like we shouldn't be doing anything that doesn't feel right, you know, and I guess it's different when you have real obligations. Like if you have kids and you have to wake up and take your kid Mm -hmm. to school the next day, like you kind of have to. But there's a lot of ways that we can, I feel like, create happiness and joy, like in a wholesome way where it's like we're not bullshitting ourselves. Like, yeah, I think that's what a lot of people do that. This is, you know, like every moment that I'm living, I created this and and. Me, I just want to feel joy yeah. every second of my life. And if I don't, if I don't have that, some moments I I do realize you have to kind of just go through it. And I tell myself, you know, this too shall shall pass. Yeah, and I definitely. remember during during a very rough point in my life, a friend told me that you know he couldn't really help me, but he he told me like I've been there before. But just know this too shall pass and pray about it. Yeah, and that it stuck with me because I realized like I can't you know burden you with my problems like and you can't fix it you know it's just when you realize that everything's temporary and you just gotta be present in here and now it kind of helps and then when you do get to that place where you know things are going good it's like you know i don't know it's (laughs) funny it's funny that you say that because i feel like um i kind of like the the one thing that I can really say that I've learned over the over the years mm-hmm. going through like down moments and up moments for real mm-hmm. is that time heals everything and and time will kind of like 
wean things out in a sense yeah. where good times are great but those those pass too you know what i'm saying exactly. so like you can't take you can't yeah. think like oh like oh i'm like i'm up right I'm now i'm never gonna be, be down again you know what i'm saying like Yo, at, like get, life is cyclic i get a fear when i know like towards the end of tour i was having anxiety because i'm just like damn i oh have to go gosh. back to my regular life <laughs> i know this is about to be over yeah. i got a mo- i cried like yeah. they were like oh baby jay like yeah like because it was just like yo we're having the time of our lives like and it was just such a high that no drug could take you to for mm-hmm. me like in my experience because i i like traveling and to some people don't really like tour life but to me it was just like it was perfect. Like the people that I was surrounded by and the, the moments that we all shared, it was just like, I don't want this to end, but I know it's going to end. Can so you, like, can you describe, oh uh, cause like, yeah, like this, please. Like, cause <laughs> I, I'm sure I have a lot of listeners who are in the music industry and like, mm-hmm. maybe they never been on tour, but like yeah. describe a little bit what being on tour is like, like what would, um, a day that you're doing a show look like? A day in the life of tour. So, one, sleep might not be that comfortable because you're in a bunk. <laughs> Straight up. And the bus is moving. Straight up. <laughs> Straight <all> up. <laughs> and then if you got to take a shit. Oh, yeah. You're on you a bus. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's not going like, nowhere. <laughs> shit Wait till we going stop nowhere. in Seattle at this hotel. Yo, that's wild. Wait till we find the venue. Straight up. So every day was just like, it's a new venue to learn. It's a new area. Where's the food? Where's the best food? You know, so like it wasn't much like because once you get there, we kind of had the whole day to explore, do whatever we needed to do. Me and Masego would sometimes like practice, like play with beats, find, you know, find food and stuff. Yeah. Or I would like paint. Yeah, I started painting like midway through tour. Okay. Um, A little bit. So, yeah, then around maybe like eight o'clock, that's when it's like, OK, starting to get serious. I need to find my outfit. I need to get my clothes from under the bus. Bring it on the bus. What do I need? Where's my equipment? You know, make sure everything gets brought inside. Sound check, maybe like five o'clock. So it was just thinking about those little things and making sure you, especially as a girl, it's like, where's my lipstick? Were you the only girl on tour? Yeah, I was the only girl. Mm -hmm. So like little stuff like where's all my things? And because it's like, it was like 10 of us. So all of our shit is everywhere. And you would try to have like a section for your things, but after a while, I got I'm sure crazy. that should get lost. <laughs> yeah. So, what would an off day look like for you? Off day was pretty chill. Yeah. We would like ride scooty bikes and explore. Do like tourist type things in the city oh, or whatever city you were bit. in? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, we got a dog like halfway through tour. Really? So that I was like the mom staying of at home the dog. With, with, with the dog. <laughs> That's funny as hell. <laughs> so that was like my off days is just like okay, I want to find some good food and yeah, play with the puppy. <laughs> nice. Um, I've always wondered this about DJs. How do you listen to music? Like when you, cause like, I know ever since I started doing the videography thing, Mm -hmm. I don't watch movies or watch television the same. Like I'm looking at it like, how do I, like, I'm looking at it like, what are they doing? You know what I mean? I'm not looking at it like a, I want to know the story. I'm I I mean, I'm looking at like, how is it written? How is it shot? Yeah. I'm not looking at like an average consumer. So with music as a DJ, how do you listen to music? What do you, what are you listening to? Like, I've always wondered that. It's gotten difficult for me. That's why this year I kind of felt like I just want to retire because really? I started losing the joy because I started conforming to what I had to play and what I had to stay up to date with. Mm-hmm. When sometimes my mind would be on like 
Sabrina Claudio or some Brazilian jazz music. So it's like I can't. But nobody really, wants to hear that in yeah, a party. Nobody wants to hear that. Like what the fuck? Like niggas still trying to hear Future. That's real. That's real. So it was hard. <laughs> it was hard because how I even initially started, and, and most people say like, don't become that DJ that you know you're selfish. You just play for you, but. Crazily, that's how it worked for I me. I think that's, yeah, and I think that's, Because yeah. when people saw me get excited and I'm singing the words and I'm dancing and I'm grooving, they would watch me and I'll be like, why are they staring at me? But that's how it started because work release, remember, like, it was like an art gallery. So you're just, you just see somebody up here, you know, performing and in their own little world and watching and then watching art. Then all of a sudden it would transform, you know, I'll play for four hours the whole night. It would transform into like a party, like mm -hmm. niggas is twerking. Yeah. I'm jumping off the stage in yeah. the crowd dancing with people. So I feel like I still I miss that vibe because it was nothing like that. Yeah. It was it was so diverse. It was everything in one. I could play everything I wanted. But oh yeah, basically back to like Like how do you listen to music yeah, these days? Listening to it now. So for the past five months, honestly, I've been a consumer. Really? I haven't DJ'd probably I've probably DJ'd once, but I took time off to get my personal life straight and this transition moving back to New York mm -hmm. and just, you know, tending to my family. A lot of times when I disappear, it's like really tending to my family, yeah. whether in New York or Virginia, you know, being there for them and trying to take care of myself. But I took time off and I was like, you know what? I'm going to get Apple Music and I'm just going to like chill, listen to just music. Just listen to music. And, and it felt like such a great experience. I'm like, damn, I needed that break because I, I don't know how to balance like gig after gig and then keeping up to date. Oh, uh, Travis Scott. It's like you listen out. to shit because you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, oh, like Travis Scott dropped thing. I have yeah, to listen to it because everyone's even, talking about it. But it's like if my mood, like when Kid Cudi and, and uh, who else? I think it was Cudi and, Tra Cudi and Kanye, yeah, Kanye at the same time. I'm just like, I'm not even in that mood right now. <laughs> I'm not you tell me I gotta right listen now. to both of them right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got a party to do on Friday. I gotta know I, their whole I shit. Can't. Like, like Nick's like, yo, you heard a new cutting? Yeah, I'm just straight like, up. not yet. Not like, yet. Like, <laughs> Catch like me in a month. <laughs> like, I haven't had time. I got family things going yeah, on. Like, it felt like a chore, and I'm like, shit. Like music, music shouldn't feel like That's a chore. That's fucking real. But it's like this is not my mood. But maybe this is the mood of the world. So maybe I should be on that frequency. And I'm like. My frequency, like, people know me as, like, upbeat, wild, like, soca dance. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, Jaleesa, that's, that's how I kind of was brought into the world. Like, I would mix that with trap, you know? So, it's like, I feel, I'm scared of where music is going um, right now. But as, as a consumer, what, what have you been listening to, like, on your own time? Like, what do you choose to listen to these I've last couple been months? listening to stuff that I realize you can't really DJ in a club. Like, like who? Or what? Um, or some things you can. Honestly, my my favorite. I feel like you could DJ anything if you yeah, blend it, it depends right. on the environment. If you do it right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that that was me. That's how I started. Yeah, out. but but what are you listening to these days? Right now, I would say I'm listening to. I'm still keeping up with like like my homies like Golink and Masego because uh, Golink's been dropping like a lot of like random features and singles lately, mm -hmm. and I I can see his growth. Like he's he's doing really he's well. He's evolving a little bit. He's evolving, yeah, yeah a lot. And it's pretty, like it's nice. It's different than the At What Cost uh, album. Mm -hmm. um, I've also been listening to Ani Khan. He's from. He's a. Queen I've heard rapper. of him. He's a rapper. Yeah, yeah you've right. Heard of yeah, him? I've heard of him, nice. but I haven't heard his music. But I've Yo, heard of him. It's amazing. Yeah. Literally, like, he's my homie from like 
eight years ago. Oh, really? Yeah, like, like, you know him. Crazily, oh, yeah, we right, met nice. in Queens when I was like younger. So yeah, because he's kind of like blown. Like the reason I know of him is because I see him he like out. Too. Like I see yeah, him. I see like, him places. Wow! Yeah. Like look at you. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. So lately, like he his music is it really does something to me because one, the fact that he's from Queens. Mm-hmm. Two, we're both Indian. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and just like. That first generation type. Yeah, uh, that that yeah, that man. I never could relate to from living in Virginia. I love that. Even though that's everybody's yeah. story out here, but it's like even from the singing and the rapping and the doing different things and blending different elements of sounds, it's like this is this is like the artist version of me. Like yeah. it's like weird. It's like yeah. how I DJ in a sense. So I've listened to that. Um, Sabrina Claudio, that's like a more crazy. I've been getting in a little R and B phase, and um, what else? Um, I like Travis Scott's new album. I've been playing that when I'm in a real aggressive mood and I'm rushing <laughs> through the traffic. <laughs> Out like <laughs> <For> a light, <laughs> straight up, straight up. Yeah, the Astro World go hard. That's like everybody's oh, favorite. And right then now. Ariana Grande. <laughs> Ariana Grande. Everybody's big on her. I, I haven't really I've like been in a pop mood. Mixed into her. I haven't really gotten into her catalog, but um, I mean, from what people tell the me, fact they have, that she Pharrell has talent. Produced the album. I think that's what pulled me in. Yeah. And then, oh, if I have to say one song, listen to Borderline. Borderline. Missy's on it. Okay. Pharrell produced it. It's like a, like a, uh, skating ring type of. Thing. Oh, oh, so like like roll really like roll cute. bounce type mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's like that's that's lit. So that's, that's lit. a cool song, but yeah, I've just been, I don't know, like I've been trying to like see what everybody else is creating because, like you said, we're all individuals. So there's so much music being put out there. And I might be missing some good shit that's good for me as a person, aside from Joe Froxy, you know, like mm-hmm. what I have to like, not have to play, but like, like it's different moods and it's it's a it's a time and place for everything. So I think lately I've just been kind of feeling like I want to I want to DJ in places where it's not like solely a club environment. Yeah. Because it it can get tiring after a while. Playing like, club bangers and club yeah, hits. Because like, those are their own type of music. That's his own type of music. And then the fact that you played it over and over so much, like even just two days a week, the work release era was like a lot for me. Like I couldn't imagine DJing four days a week. Mm-hmm. I need like, you know me, I'm an artist. Mm-hmm. So I need some type of variety. So I feel like that's why working part time, you know, especially getting into health and wellness and balancing that with music, art and painting <clears throat> It's like a good balance for yeah. me. So I don't get tired of like like something like um uh swag surf even. You know, like that's the <laughs> straight up. <laughs> straight up. It, yeah. it knocks, you yeah. know, like every time you drop it. But yeah. imagine if you playing five parties in a week, like And you and have to hear swag surf up, like that's like I don't want to get tired of it. Yeah. I'm scared. That's how I feel about I'm Mo so Bamba scared. right now. Is that in your rotation at all, that, Mo Bamba? That's that, my but shit. The, that's my shit. No, that's, don't get me wrong. I love that song. I feel though, like it's I'm starting kidding. to get to that point where it's like, yeah. damn, like everybody's like fucking with this to the point. Like I get on the internet and yeah. it's like Mo Bamba. You know what I'm saying? But it's like so I, I, I do I love that song though. Yeah, because I love music so much, especially like 
When I get hooked on a song, like, I get hooked. Dog, I'm the type to listen to a song, like, <laughs> nine, ten times in a row. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm the type to listen to That's one CDC. song all day. That's you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 I go through seasons of that, and right now I would say it's LMA Trip. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, you can <laughs> you can just go on the radio and hear that song all day long, right. straight up. But I'll um, be on the train because it's so soothing. And yeah, it's yeah. Like, sometimes I need, like, a soothing, nice, pretty song to, like, Get me through the disgusting ass. That's that's very real. That's very real. <laughs> I, I would say to. for me, I I listen to IMDDB. Have you ever heard of IMDDB? No. Oh my gosh. She, oh my gosh. You would, I, I don't. To, I think you would love her. She's she's um she's from the UK, but she's like a rapper. She's like I I don't even know who I would compare her to. Um, she's like just like a grimy ass rapper, but she's also she's actually, she also does like some singing slash harmonizing. Yeah. Um, but she's good. But I I've been listening to her song Pussycat. <laughs> she's got a, <laughs> she got a song called Pussycat <laughs> that I've been listening to like nuts. I, honestly, I just listen to her catalog like all day long. Not it's like a it's like it's definitely a female song, but at the yeah. same time like it just goes hard and it's a That's very like crazy. chill vibe. So like I listen to that shit like. Just I on find repeat. More women artists because I feel. I am like, DDB dog. Yeah. I've been like honestly, anybody that listens to my podcast regularly will know. I've been, for I've real? been, I've been praising her for like at least all of this year. <laughs> like I got put onto her like late last year <laughs> through Georgia Smith. I was listening to Georgia yes, Smith, I love and Georgia. she came, and I am DDB oh came up on the playlist. And wow. ever since then, I've just been like hooked Alina on Barrez, her. Alina Perez too. She's really. Alina Perez, I like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She her. came out with that fantasy. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm a terrible that. singer, but like I like Alina Perez as well. Yeah, yeah. I love I love Alina Perez, Georgia Smith, IMDb. I don't know. I like I like a lot of female artists. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm big on female artists, it's, at least for like repetitive listening. They mm-hmm. make songs that I can listen to like over and over and over right. again. And, and again, like I said, that, I'm the type. Want, I'm yeah. the type to listen to like the same. Like if I hear a song, I listen to that shit all day long. That's like, also me and Queen Tings by Masego too. Mm-hmm. That song is like a lullaby. His music is. Just I like that Tadao by Masego. Masego and FKJ. Yeah, I love that song. Um. I, I actually wanted to ask you about. We were talking. We, we were talking about the DJ um, thing, and I had a question. Oh yeah. About, oh, another thing I was gonna say about yeah. that too. What I recently did the other day, I spent, I spent probably like fifteen to twenty hours purging my whole library. I had ten thousand songs, and I'm down to like three thousand. What do you mean purging? Like deleting, deleting. shit. Wow. Anything that I don't like. Like, I've had so many. Well, what's some shit that you deleted? <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> what's some stuff that didn't make the list? <laughs> what's some stuff that got axed? You know, even the songs on the album that. Well, okay. Basically, I had to. Because I'm a very organized person. So, like, I, I guess I always felt like, oh, as an artist, you're not supposed to be. You know, because I was taught, like, mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. the boys, it's like, you don't need to be organized. Like, just whatever. Just find what you're looking for. But I'm like, no. I know if my iTunes library is organized, like I'll DJ better. Yeah. So I think that was part of my fear of not putting myself out there as soon as I came back and mm-hmm. networking with my friends. It's like I'm not ready yet because I don't I don't even know the hidden gems that I have anymore. Like my brain is just not even on that. So I went through and deleted like like albums and just like that you just download just to have, you know, like yeah, you, yeah, I, I do that like, all the I I, do, I download things just to have like, all I'm the time. Never gonna yeah. fucking DJ. <laughs> like, yeah, you you thought you were one day and then you never <laughs> re, like revisited you that it because it's like it was almost like a CD. Like you needed to have this in your collection. I need all Nas's albums and yeah. all Jay Z. So the way I reframed it is, 
what I'm gonna do is we have Apple Music now. We have Tidal, we have, you know, all these Spotify. streaming Jones. So why don't I keep on my computer what I love and what I'm absolutely gonna DJ for whatever occasion, mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, or if I really, really love it, like Janaic or something, that's another one, then I'm keeping it because I never know when I might need it for a mix or mm -hmm. maybe I'm DJing a pool party or like a museum. So I kept everything that I love. And this is like, this is how I feel about even how I want my house to, to be organized, even my wardrobe. If I don't like it or love it, like it has to go. Or if I don't give it a purpose, then why is it here taking up space? So I purged it and now my shuffle is crazy. <laughs> like, when I All bangers. Put... <laughs> All bangers. <laughs> but, but it's like, I went through a phase when I first started DJing and I'm just like, you know, like I remember tweeting one time and I'm I'm just like, people think, you know, being a DJ is just all about dropping hits. But what if it's like, like, like for instance, like I did keep a lot of hits on my computer, but I look at, I look at even how I eat and what I consume. I want, I want it to be a hundred percent. So it's gonna be 100% fulfilling, it's gonna be 100% organic, 100% juice. It's not gonna be Minute Maid that's watered down, 20% mm -hmm. juice, the rest is water. You know, it's like, I want everything to feel good. So with that being said, it's like, even though a lot of it is bangers, it's like, that, that gives me even more creative freedom to do what I, you know, originally did was blend so many genres. Mm -hmm. Because now it's just, I don't know, like, I don't know, just how I'm thinking of it is just like, you I'm going like to know exactly what I have. I know what all of these are. And now I can You cut the fat. You cut the fat the a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I cut the fat. So now, even though, I, even though like when I first started, I experimented like all Gabe's crazy house music stuff, I didn't know. I would just play with it and happen to fall into something that just worked. Like, even though that was cool. That was fearful at the mm -hmm. same time. And it's just like, I don't know what this is. But I'm, so I'm just play it. It might go, yeah. it might not. Yeah. I want to feel a little more certain. Yeah. You know, and, and that's just who I've become. And like we talked about relationships, us breaking up, I, I branched out from like what they liked and what they were doing into like, who is Jaleesa? What mm -hmm. do I like to, mm -hmm. to listen to? Not just because he says, oh, that's whack. Like, yeah. 50 Cent is whack or something. Yeah. Like, like, you know, because I listen to a lot of, like, hip-hop. And 50 Cent is him. lit, by the way. Early, <laughs> early 50 Cent. Like, yeah. like Get Rich or Die Trying is one of my right. favorite albums of all you time. You would call me basic for, like, and Jewels Obviously. was, like, my favorite. Jewels is my Jewels. guy, yeah. yo. Like, Jewel, right? like, I love yeah. Dipset. I love G. Like, when, when I was a kid. I mean, yeah. I still, I still like, I'm, I'm a very nostalgic, yeah, like, type of person. Too. So, I still listen to that type of, I've been listening to Lil Wayne and, Ju and Jewel Santana Rewind. Like, Louis for the, yo, oh my gosh, I swear to God. God, I was listening to dog. Like I swear to God, I've been listening to Lil Louisiana. I've been listening to, like I could go to my fucking YouTube history right now. I've been listening to Lil Louisiana for the last like month straight. David Banner, what? nigga with money. I've been listening to that shit. Dog, I've been listening to that shit for like the last month. I swear to God, like no bullshit. But um, I'm I'm the type that like I like like what I remember yeah, that I loved back in the day. So like I'll listen to that. That's the that's the reason that's why I'm not I'm hip digging. to new music because and I just that, listen to that's old why shit. That twenty hours didn't feel like work because yeah. at first it felt like fuck like I've been procrastinating so long when I finally did it 
and I got I cut down like you know like maybe like a thousand songs. It started to get fun. <laughs> like it was like, like I'm having fun. This is gone. This is gone. I don't, I don't you like go. This. I, you go. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally, literally, yeah. it's like this shit is easy because I know I don't fuck with this or yeah. I won't. But like I still had what Gabe programmed in my head. It's mm-hmm. like don't delete it. You might need it because remember, but he's a producer. Yeah, he samples things from random like jazz songs he might find and stuff like that. So he could use it. But for me as a DJ, it's like. I, I get so consumed with who I'm with, like I become them. Yeah, and it, yeah. It, that was hard. I think that happens to all of us. Separating my identity. Yeah, I'm a Scorpio too, so I'm very like it. Just <laughs> is that is that how Scorpios? I'm I'm interested I'm in zodiacs. I'm very I'm, ve- I, I'm very I I pay attention to astrology um, too. Yeah, I've gotten deeper into yeah. astrology over the years. But um, is that one of the traits of Scorpios that We're they kind of like sign. become who yeah. they're around? Kind of. In a way. I mean, not as much as I would say Pisces mm-hmm. is the most, and then Cancer and then Scorpio. Mm-hmm. But like. I'm an Aquarius, and like Aquarius. one of the things about. One of the things that I think is that like we're just so ourselves <laughs> that like it yeah. makes people just like <laughs> think that we don't care about anything. That's and it's like true. that's, that's, that's true. totally the opposite. I care about everything and I exactly. care about everyone, but it's like also I feel like. Not that like I not 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 me, but I feel like I I know how to do things. So it's like yo, if like you just come with me, I can show you how to do this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, the, it's almost like an Aries in a sense, like trailblazers yeah. of the unconventional. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah, unconventional like for sure. Yeah, what's new, but could what's work. Electric. It's just like you don't you haven't seen it yet, so you don't believe it could work. But it's, it's like I think like I think I, if I think we go this way, it could work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I hate to compare everything. No, no, no. I know. I I think no. I think I I think of. Um, I think of a lot of life uh, about companies. I think about companies like mm-hmm. reflecting life a lot, like, or not just companies, but like certain entrepreneurs. So like Steve Steve Jobs, oh, he, I think he was he's like a brilliant yeah. person. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Dame Dash lately. Dame Dash, I think, is a very brilliant person, dog. Like I've been listening, like. Dame Dash has kind of been coming. I, I, I don't know if you've heard about his book, Culture Culture Vultures, I've where he's exposing like how the music industry works and how like people can are better off that. being independent. That's what yeah. like that's what like was the layer that made me even like listen to him. Mm-hmm. But like listening to how his how he thinks and how his mind works, he is, is he so brilliant. Too? I don't know what his sign he is. He might have it somewhere. I don't know what his sign is. I think I, I don't think he is though, because what's funny about me is when I hear somebody who speaks in ways that I resonate with, mm-hmm. I immediately check their sign. <laughs> so I don't I don't I think I checked his and he wasn't. But I've been um, trying to guess lately. But he's a very brilliant person. Right. Um, but that's I, I he's only on the top of my mind because I literally have been listening to him like all of, all the last week or so. Damn, um, Steve Jobs out. is Stop another. Me. Very influential person. Jay and and Nas lately. Yeah. Throwback. Just to like. Like music or like like interviews? Music. A little bit of music and interviews. Just just to like, you know, as an adult now, it's like, let me revisit what they talking about. And it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, straight up. You got to go back and listen. I need right now. Yeah. Because when we, because it's funny when you listen to music as a kid, you like the music and you just like like it. You don't know what the content is. You know what I'm saying? You just know the words. You know the content of what what like they're talking about. When I go back and listen to, and that's kind of why so deep. Yeah, like it's just like damn, like literally, I was reciting this shit line for line, but I didn't know what I was saying. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) 
But um, I, I remember the question I was going to ask you when you were oh, explaining yeah. the DJ thing. How has um your lifestyle as far as like, like you said, you're um very conscious of like your health and like the mm-hmm. things that you eat and stuff like that. How is like your healthy lifestyle? Um, Like, has that is that something so new that for you? Journey, is that is that new or like how did that journey come about? This that journey started like 2016, I would say, like towards when everything kind of came crashing down for me. So that whole DJing lifestyle took a toll. You know, I was doing a lot of drugs. I was drinking a lot and things just got so out of hand. Like I didn't know, I guess because it happened so fast. And I was just young, wild and free Mm -hmm, with the the crew of misfits that were rebellious. So coming from a structured home and then jumping straight to like rebelliousness, like I didn't know any in between. So um, I would say, you know, like it just came crashing down. I I slowed down with DJing and then I quit my job at Apple and like so much stuff in my personal life just happened. And that's what made me initially kind of want to run away from everything and like friends and drama and stuff like that. Like I moved to New York the first time but also like just for health reasons, like I had like really bad, you know, skin condition, eczema. So when I went to an herbalist, she told me that it was internal. She was like, you need to cut out meat, dairy, and alcohol and drugs. And I'm over here just like, what do you mean? <laughs> that's like that's literally everything life. inside of me right now. <laughs> that's like all I consume. Like, that's how I feel. Like, this that's, shit is internal. That's, that's fucking, no, that's wild. Dude, like if I heard that, I would be in deep shit. Like yeah. meat, alcohol. I was like, wow. how? How do I cut out curry chicken? Yeah, no, that's real. That's but real. I had to. Yeah. I had to. And it was hard and I was suffering like, like literally you can't see it now, but cause it, I healed it, but I could barely close my arms. Like it was On some, like, itchy my skin shit. was like, eczema is the shit that makes your shit It itch, was like right? elephant skin. Yeah. Like right here. Shit, I might have eczema. It was so bad. <laughs> Straight up. I might have eczema, honestly. But I realized it had to do with everything I was consuming. Mm-hmm. And that's when really just like I really went into isolation mode. I was in Virginia, was in my apartment for months. I wasn't working at Apple. I was just freelancing completely. And I was just painting and I was going through like relationship drama, like not drama, but like, you know, just heartbreak and stuff. So heartbreak sparks a lot of my paintings. So maybe that's why I'm not painting right now. I don't Mm -hmm. know. But that's when um, 2016, so that's when the journey started. So 2017, living in New York, back in New York for like eight months. Um, I would say that was kind of like like a rehab phase for me because I was surrounded by my cousins, my two little cousins with sickle cell. And they like, in a sense, they healed me, I feel like. Their joy and optimism and them bringing out my inner child and me getting into yoga and natural health, you know, remedies and stuff. Like I took the time away from what I felt like were all these bad influences around me, which, you know, in a sense they were good, but Mm -hmm. it's like when you take it too far and you just, you're just out of control, it's like, it's, it's really not good. It's really not. So I don't regret anything because it's, it's brought me to everything, you know, like 
opened so many doors for me and it's it's part of who I am. So part of realizing like that that was part of like my realization on that on my journey is just that you can't negate like you know it's it's almost like you can't judge even somebody like mm-hmm. who's this is this is a lot. <laughs> but like you can't even judge yourself cuz it's like you're judging yourself or a past version of yourself. You have to accept, embrace it and understand that sometimes you have to do certain things or or reach that dark place in order to grow and learn from it. And I feel like God does that a lot of times in order if you're not listening. We're not listening, we're not paying attention to the signs. You have to learn the hard way. Yeah. So we you could easily say, you know, oh, learn from my mistakes, but I feel like people like me or my past self is like sometimes you really do have to touch that fire. You got go to touch that stove and you have to really go through it and it builds character. I so, feel I feel that 100%. Yeah. Um honestly because like I said, I went through like like real like depressive states yeah, when I first moved back like, home. I and one time wanted to kill myself. Yeah, like that. I've I've gone through very, very depressive, low like states. And it's funny because when people look at me now, they can't even like fathom yeah. the, the, the deep lowness that I'm talking about. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But it was in that lowness that I was like I I I was just like, wait, like there's there you know, I don't have to be this way. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And um, I say that to say one, I feel you hundred percent. And two, when I um when I think about some of my friends or people that I know who are in similar like down moments or right. similar situations and um they might like express themselves to me and I tell them what I what I know, like I tell them my mm-hmm. experience. Um, I feel like I don't get like pushback, but I feel like like they don't feel that I feel them. You know what yeah. I mean? Because like I hate but, that. But but I mean I, I don't I don't hate it. I kind of understand it because like I feel yeah, like when I was in that like, time, oh, I feel like no one understood what I was talking it. about. Good well, one, I wasn't talking about it. I'm I'm a very like to myself person. So I I definitely I know for for sure that I dealt with mm-hmm. it by myself. I feel yeah, like I know I didn't. Head. Yeah, in my head. Um. And I think that's another reason I why people to reach out to family like my mom. No, I don't tell like, my I don't tell do my family mean? anything. Like, <laughs> like, like, you you were broke. You didn't have any. You were starving and everything. Like, why didn't you call me? I'm yeah, like, Samson. I'm like, bruh. I have too much pride. I'm such an independent yeah. person. It's like, how did I go from here to here so fast? And like, why is this happening? No, straight up. You know, I feel like, like I I, I, mean, I know I didn't tell anyone, but mm-hmm. like. And I think that's kind of why people don't necessarily believe, like, mm-hmm. when I tell them, like, yo, like, I've felt that before. Because I, yeah. I think I never spoke about it. People think that it never happened. Because, you know, right. living in today's age of, like, you t- everyone tells everyone everyone everything that they're going yeah. through on the internet or whatever. So, like, people didn't see that part of me. So they don't, like, know that it was a part of me. Mm-hmm. But when I when I try to tell people... um. See, I I kind of understand. Like, yeah, it's not like I'm trying to tell anyone how to get through it. What I'm trying to tell them is that it's nor yeah. Like, I tell them what worked for me, and I tell them that like what you're going through is normal. Because I realized it was normal, and it came from like me reading books and realizing, oh, like some of the most famous people in the world that I look up to. Like I mentioned Dame Dash. I mentioned. um, I mean, I don't even know who I mentioned, but like dog, like. Every mm-hmm. successful person. So my thing is looking at successful people that I kind of want to emulate and like looking at their story. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So there's not one successful person that I look up to that hasn't gone through down moments, like very, 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 very down, down, down moments. And it's scary you know what I'm saying? Too because 
Like we look up to people and we don't realize that when you when you try to emulate someone's story and you don't even know half of it. Yeah. You have no idea. You're, you're, what you you're only know the good parts. Through. You only know the you good only parts. See the dog. Good parts, but you, you don't, don't know the shit that they went through. You don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that and that that's literally that's comparable to this. That's happening to you too. Bro, that's you know, literally like comparable us? to yeah. this. Like I feel like, you know what I'm saying, people see People think I'm so perfect. Yeah, like so people see people see you on tour with, with with Masego and they're like, "Oh, yeah. she's got it made." But like, dog, you don't know like in 2016 you went through some shit that got you to like hard yeah. to get the cer- certain opportunities that I've gotten like I feel like I don't know maybe I'm just making things up sometimes a little too but it's like I feel like people look at me like like oh she just thinks she don't you know she mm-hmm. could just sit around and things just happen like there's different types of work and a lot of it is unseen yeah and a lot of it I feel like is internal even character building yeah like insecurities self-esteem and just like who you are as a person so it also just might not be your season. That's that's literally yeah. kind. Of, you kind of like said what I was trying to say. When drum popped off, and we was on the phone, and I was like, "Yo, my manager's pissing me off at Apple. Like, I'm about to fucking quit because I'm excited. Like, the whole team is like, yeah, is on is on the shit. up and up and shit. He's like, no, Jaleesa, do not leave Apple. And I'm stay, like, you gotta stay. Why? Hungry. Like, what do you mean? Don't leave Apple. Like, it's time, bro. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, no, don't do it. But I I felt it. You know, I felt like. I just, I have to, and it was driving me crazy. Like my health was taking a toll on me. I was at work, like bronchitis. Sometimes my nose would randomly bleed. Like Damn. you could just tell, like you weren't in a that good, environment was healthy. not for me. And it was, it was challenging because it was so much communication, and I was such an introvert at the time. Like communication was difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Like especially with a bunch of people I don't know back to back, and in a cold place that feels like a hospital. And I have to follow all these rules. It's like I was just dreaming of being back. Because you're an artist at heart too. Yeah, yeah. I'm an artist at heart. Yeah. So, so it was deep too. Like honestly, working at Apple as a specialist, you were kind of a therapist, mm-hmm. but untrained for that. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, how do I deal with people telling me that I cannot lose these photos because my mom died last week? Look at her. Mm-hmm. Look at my dog. And I'm, I'm, I'm very. I was very empathetic. <laughs> dog, I'm a tech support. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Yeah, I just have to sell you the phone. Yeah, like I don't. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, I, I, I one. I, like that's a very good point. That's they very would cool. latch onto me because I was so compassionate. Yeah, yeah. And everybody else would just pawn them off. Like, okay, I'm sorry. Bye. Blah blah blah. Just stale. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, you don't have the heart to help do that. These people, yeah. Like me, I'm quality over quantity. I don't care about serving a thousand customers. You know, at the time, I mean, both is important, but. I felt like I want to make sure that this person is taken care of yeah, to the end. So I would I fight you. till we figure out and fix the problem. And then I would send them on their way. And it I, it was very, at the same time, it was draining, but it was also very like, uh, what's the word? Like Fulfilling? Fulfilling, yeah. yeah. Like it felt good when you knew like, damn, I really helped this person or, or changed their mindset. Like you don't need this phone right yeah. now. Your phone works. Yeah. Like one time it was, a, it was an African lady. Like she seemed like, she could not afford this new phone. And it's like, you're really tripping because you can't get the space gray in 64 gigs. <laughs> when your phone still, it's going to take Shardy. a few more yeah, days. Like, up. are you kidding yeah. me? It's, it's wild. So um do that. Like, it's it's wild. I feel like with, so like what you were saying about the whole like, um, drum telling you not to quit your job thing. I think yeah. that's very important because I think 
some of the turmoil that people go through is because they try to like bank on their art 100 percent like me i like even with this nation shit like this isn't my main source of income that's why i can do it to the way that i do it because i have a job that gives me money like i run my family's company which is like not an easy thing to do you know what i'm saying so like yeah you're coming you come from a a family business too like that's that yeah yeah, so so like actually actually let's get into that because that is so (laughs) difficult like um so like i i i really like run the day-to-day operations of my of a company that my mom started and she started the company just on some like she's a nurse and it's a nursing agency but she doesn't really know business at all when i got into it i didn't know business at all i knew that i wanted to be a businessman i knew that i wanted to turn my nation thing into a business Mm -hmm. one day so i figured like let me just like yeah, like, practice with hers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, exactly I was, I was reading up on it. Exactly I was like, let me practice with hers. Mm-hmm. Once I got into it, I was like, I don't know what the fuck I signed up for. <laughs> like straight up, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got the, I got the, I got yeah. the fortitude, kind of like what we were talking about before. Like, I have the the willpower, I know that this is what I want, so I'm willing to stick it out and learn everything that I need to learn. Mm-hmm. This isn't something that I'm just gonna like quit because I, this is something that I really do wanna do and that's what right. I've realized. Like Because it's gotten so hard to the point that like I've thought about like, dog, like, do I really wanna do this multiple times? And yet I'm still doing it like without even thinking about it. You know right. what I'm saying? So um, actually, I guess, we're, so uh, I, what, I just wanna make my point real quick. What I was saying with like the whole drum thing is that like I think it's important that people who are who define themselves by their by their art should have some level of like stable income no, so that their art doesn't have to be like something that they compromise that's for a dollar you know what i'm saying like if you work your 9 to 5 like that's perfectly fine like as long as you're fulfilling your artistic and creative dreams outside mm-hmm. of that like i don't see i actually think that makes more sense like do something that pays your bills and then do something that fulfills you creatively it and then if you so do it long. well and you do it long enough <laughs> you'll start to get paid for that It'll like like it, yeah. it, it's an it's inevitable i don't i don't market my video services to anyone yeah, yeah i get hired to make videos all the time I got booked for three weddings in 2019 and I've told people I don't shoot weddings. I literally have told, I literally tell, literally the three people that have hired me, I told them I don't do weddings, but they just like my work so much that they're like, yo, like, please do my wedding. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, like I'll do it because it's people I care about. me up today about graphic design. Yeah. I don't do Yeah. Like, but if your, but your work is good, your work is good. I'll do it. Because it's your work is good. And, but the thing, the caveat is like, you got to a point where you don't need that money. You do it for the love and yeah. that shines through your artistic work where it's right. like you see all these people with the gimmicks like two videos for $50 too yeah. like you know what I'm saying all that shit which will make you which will burn you out which will make you not enjoy the shit in the long run that, I but, think that's what happened to me because yeah. I would honestly honestly the past couple of years like ever since I quit Apple I've been freelancing yeah so it's been tough because I was forced to literally and and out of just my own like wanting to in a sense, downgrade and minimalize my lifestyle. But I went from working at Apple, having an apartment, car payment, you know, all the bills, yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. typical yeah, lifestyle while being a creative and credit cards to like completely minimalizing my lifestyle to where like I didn't have so many expenses anymore. So I felt like I could and I'm able to. And, you know, I moved back home and I felt like as long as I have a roof over my head, and you know the the basic the essentials are being paid i am perfectly happy i think that's another thing people and it was people think 
people thought I was living a life. Like I think the like, thing I think oh people gosh, like to so like free. set their expenses high. People like nice things or like yeah. to look like they're like living a certain lifestyle. Yeah. So like their their monthly like, expenses. Yeah, their, their expenses DJ are crazy. Every week yeah, for every week yeah. I'm like. This is too much. Yeah. And working in a mall and surrounded by so much materialism, like, like, it was just, it just became too much. And eating that type of food every day. So it's a work-life balance that I, you know, as a young adult, early 20s, I didn't know how to balance at the mm-hmm. time. So I had to take some time off and experience complete, like, non-working, I guess, to figure out how am I going to eat every day or how am I going to plan my, you know, like, just adult like yeah. for real like in a better organized way and i feel like i finally figured it out like and right at, now right now yeah. i'm in a place where where like i kind of have a little more consistency and stability in my life and it's worth working you know like a, a regular part-time job because i'm in new york city it's mm-hmm. like it's so much more inspiring and i feel like that's what i've always been craving i'm like no i'm not working at no stupid job in virginia like like it's just it just didn't do anything for me. It just felt so dull. You feel like your feel job like is more aligned time. with like what you're trying to do. That too. Like I feel like I'm now that you know I'm I'm so much more health conscious like it like the like even working I worked at Whole Foods earlier this year. Whole Foods and that was lit. perfect in a sense because I already knew all the herbs and shit people would come in for <laughs> yeah. like, "Oh, I need milk thistle for my liver." Like I'm trying to <laughs> detox. Oh, like, yeah, I know where that oh. is. <laughs> I know the exact one like, you need. <laughs> like, you're perfect because you just know this stuff already and I would study in my spare time. Those periods of isolation is when I was just really like learning about these things and it it just came to me and it it was just fun like the fact that God created plants to heal us or to help aid in our bodies healing us and that we we don't need to depend on going to the hospital for antibiotics and, and this and yeah. that. And it's like, because during that time at Apple, I was every minute for something from stupid little thing. I'm there for medicine that didn't agree with my body. Yeah. So I would get sick. So that's why I like, I'm like, I just, I have to be. You know, I think about that I all the time. To. I think about how um, even before like modern medicine, the medicine that we know today, yeah, like, what people the were healing themselves. Do? You know they what I'm saying? Like niggas were living, of course, like the life expectancy disease. wasn't what it is now. Like, but niggas was living to like, what, 50, 60 years old with mm. Not one doctor's visit. Like, you know what doctor you going to see? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You eating whatever the fuck you find and you right. living to be 50, 60 years old. Like, okay, now we're living to like 70, 80, 90, but which is cool. But like medicines. keep. Yeah. But the thing is, like what like they were doing, like and I and, I, and I've and I've heard very smart scientific people say, like, your brain can heal your body, you know what I'm saying, in certain ways. And your plants heart, heal, yeah. your bo- heal, heal your body in certain ways. So, like, I'm always thinking about, I'm very, I'm not going to say I'm opposed to modern medicine, but I'm very, like, right. anti-pharmaceuticals um, and stuff like that, even though I work in home health care, the home yeah. health care industry. <laughs> I'm just like, you know what I'm saying, for me personally, I'm just like, dog, like, I, I'm, I'd rather look at, like, what herbal remedies there are or what, like, like meditative remedies I can, yeah, I can use, you know what I'm saying? how change this in my, in my brain. And changes in my eating habits, changing in my daily living habits, things like that. I would like look that. up even spiritual reasons for this yeah. and or that, and it would tell you mentally or emotionally what you're feeling or thinking or what you're going through that's causing that physical ailment. So it's spiritual. Like, they say it happens in the spiritual first, and then it pops out in the physical 
So it's not only our diets. It's not only what we're consuming. It's what you're con- it's what you're even thinking and feeling, believe it or not. That's like it, it's holistic. Yeah. It's holistic nutrition and yeah. it's it's what I'm so passionate about because I've been through it and I and I see and I'm still testing things. Like I experiment in a sense to see if it's true or match it up and see like like how it works and it it's really it's really real to me. Yeah. I don't know. It's just really even astrology, like I've I've gotten people might think this is crazy and it's I don't know, but it's like we're not even made of one sign. We're, like we're not one, one sun sign. We're made up of a bunch of signs. Mm-hmm. So in a sense, that's essentially different elements: water, air, um, earth, and and I don't know. I can't think right now. Fire. Yeah, okay. I like fire. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. so. So it's like it's just. So what does that mean? Like so like that. does that mean okay? So like I said, I'm an Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Um, does that mean I'm not just an Aquarius? Yeah. Because I feel like I feel like what I do notice is that people who are emotionally okay, how you how you communicate, how you love, how you take action. What what I what I yeah. will notice is that like, or what I will say that I notice is that like signs that are close to each other have similar like mm-hmm. tendencies, like Pisces like Virgo, and Aquarius, yeah. or like mm-hmm. might be similar in some ways, or Capricorn or whatever will like be similar. Is that yeah. is that what you're talking about, or are you talking about something different? Um, or it's more like in you depth. have a whole chart. Oh, okay. Believe it or not, if you know your name, <laughs> your name, your birth date, and what time you were born. You can know exactly where the stars were aligned and you can know like every like I would say like every section is hard to explain. Yeah, like, I bet. I never I bet. talked about yeah. this like to people like I just do this um you know personally so What is it what does it tell you about I, yourself or what do you use that information for if that makes any it sense? It helps like, me it basically confirms what I already know okay. and feel about myself. Okay. So like for instance, I'm a Scorpio, but my like so my son is Scorpio, but my moon is Taurus. So emotionally, because your moon is how you are emotionally. Emotionally, I could be a little stubborn or indulgent mm-hmm. or materialistic, maybe you know, needing nice things or a nice environment, peaceful kind of, you know, or like when you think of Taurus, it's like green and mm-hmm. nature. So That's I, the bull sign? Yeah, okay. bull. Yeah. So I have an angry side, yeah. you know, too, like if you really push me to that point. But it's like, it's different. Even there's there's even a sign for like your career section of your life, like your home life, your career, relationships. So you like maybe in your the relationship section, it says Virgo. So you probably attract a lot of Virgo-ish people. Mm-hmm. And that... It, it gets really deep yeah, like that yeah. could show like i feel like i got a lot more digging to do because <laughs> i like i said i thought i was into astrology but like <laughs> but like i got more crazy. digging to do yeah like, but it's helped me even figure out like why i attract certain people and why because those are the traits that i need to balance with them i need to balance within myself yeah you know to to be complete so that we're not codependent on other people to complete us yeah even though their planets might hit that section of your life, like, of you know, almost like your body, like, like I don't know, it's just, it's 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 really deep, yeah. and I I haven't figured out how to talk about it. Yet. Yeah, I feel no, I feel that because I'm like I said, I'm into yeah. those things too, but I don't necessarily know how to articulate it as well. Yeah. Like, I just know that I'm like. 
paying attention to it in I'm my within my own self and within know, how like, I react. I could kind of tell somebody who they are. If like I read, if I do you feel like you are good at reading people? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I feel like I've gotten better at that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, when do you feel like you have to use that skill, like to mm-hmm. uh, read? Or I mean, I feel like we always have to use that, but mm-hmm. like, like, what makes you think you've gotten better at it? When I would meet somebody and I would be like, "Are you a Virgo?" and they're like, "Yes," and I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> well, there it is. <laughs> I was <right>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or if I could just, I could just tell, like, like for instance. My career house is like it's like numbers like one through twelve. Ten tenth house is the house of careers and re, of reputation and whatever. Like so, mine is in Leo, so it makes sense why I'm in a very Leo-esque, Leo-esque kind of career: art, music, entertainment. So anybody whose Sun or Moon or Venus or Mars hits that part of my life, it'll either help it or detract from it in a sense, which is. It's 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 like a good and a bad thing in a sense, but it, it shows you where, it shows you how, it's like sinistry. It shows you how certain people, where certain, where certain people are invested in your life mm-hmm. and why. Mm-hmm. Like you might feel like, oh, with me and this person, we communicate so good, but with me and this other person, we don't. Yeah. It's like maybe they're, maybe, or maybe relationship wise, it's like, like, or sexually, even yeah. like it, all of that is in in the yeah, chart. It's like yeah. how, why can't you know? Everybody why are we vibing? Why are we thing. vibing? All that. Yeah, shit, so yeah. it's it's really chemistry and where these where your planets are hitting their planets, and you can't force somebody like like I can't force Gabe to be more. You know. Yeah, I know that a hundred percent, bro. I know that a hundred percent, and and that goes into me. That goes in. Yeah. That goes into what I was saying about like me like realizing everyone is an individual person so like i can see someone and i can like have a relationship with someone know them and like want the best for them and be like yo like you should be this way like like, not even you should be this way because i want you to be this way but it's like yo like if you were literally just do this bro like it's not even my capacity it's not even in my capacity to do that you know what i'm saying like i'm not even thinking that way which is like and then that that's where that's where i've taken the responsibility of knowing like Okay, I can't expect things out of people who aren't willing. Like they, yeah. they don't even have it in their capacity That's to what do I'm those still things. Wrapping around my yeah, head. I'm still. I feel like, like it's an everyday. Like because I think, I think it's. A, I think life is like cyclic and it's very uh, repetitive and it's it's always new. Yeah. Like it's crazy to say it that is. it's cyclic Every and repetitive, day. but it's always new at the same time because yeah, you, you know it's, it's an oxymoron. <laughs> but I feel like it is because like you'll you'll encounter like you'll encounter the same types of people, but mm. everyone that you encounter that's a different person is a different person. So yeah. you can't treat them like the and last there's, person. There's something that they're meant to teach you or help you with yeah. in a certain part of yeah. your life. Yeah. It could be like your image. It could be your self-esteem. Some people might feel more like home. Some people more might feel more distant. Yeah. And like, you know, just business, you know, so it's like wherever they're hitting you is where they're hitting you, Yeah. I guess. Not hitting, but like, you know, it's just coming together or detracting. Yeah. So that's why when it's like, you know, like I have this stigma sometimes where I'll be like, oh, I can't stand Gemini. But it's like, <laughs> I'll be it's saying that. I say that about Leos. Like, <laughs> I say that about Leos. I say that about Leos. I, I, Leos begin on my nerves. <laughs> Straight up. But, but no, what's crazy is that I love Leos too, like, but they also get like on my nerves. It's how if you say like, 
you know, I'm black and I hate white people. Yeah. It's not all white yeah, people. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So it's just like, a general. And then even the fact that when you realize that we're all made up of solid liquid gas in a sense, it's straight like, up. this is just the vessel. This is, yeah, straight up. So it kind like, of. What's your really, spirit? It matters, but it. I, I hate to. This is too much to get into race, but it's like, it does matter, you know, but at the end, at the grander scheme of things, it. I don't I don't know. Yeah. I haven't really talked about you know, I I, 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 I mean, honestly, it. yeah, it's like race race is a lot of things because I feel like I uh I'm, I'm, it's a very tricky thing for me too it's because like tricky. I grew up in, I grew up in an environment also. I grew up in an environment where um I went to a very diverse school in like I middle school and high school like literally very diverse some of my best 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 friends even to this day are white so like when I went to a HBCU for college mm-hmm. I was like I was kind of culture shocked in the sense that like <laughs> like African American history like I took African American history in I high school but like when I took African American history in college it was on some like the white man don't care about you. And I was just like, wait, what are you talking? I was like, yeah, like I love white people. You That's know what I'm saying? And then even like? when we're at Hampton, for that, for I mean, the, te- the teacher that I took, I'm not wow. going to say it was like that oh. for everyone, but the teacher that I took, he was on some like, white people don't care about you. You got to stick together. And I was just like, doc, like white, like some white people are some of my best friends. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And then also in the time where you started to see like all the police stuff happening, when I yeah. moved back, that was like literally like right when I moved back home, it made me think like, damn, like maybe like because I, I used to get into a lot of trouble with the police when I was like in high school. Yeah. But what's interesting, just because like I was like drinking, smoking, just like all, yeah. any regular aged high school Especially kid. In Hampton. But when I was doing that shit um, as a kid and I would get pulled over by police, I would not think anything of it. But when I got when I like got back home i was like oh maybe this is racially motivated it made me think more for sure but at the same time like i'm still like i can't just put all white people in the category and all black people in the category because i know good and bad of both sides you know what i'm saying so i don't even want to do that you know what i mean i think it's also like of course you know like like we get stereotyped you know we're wearing a hoodie we're black and like we might be doing something illegal and we get pulled over but i think also it had you know like like I'm I'm a big believer on treat people how you want to be treated. So Me too. A lot of times people are like, "Oh my gosh, you're so nice." And it's like because that's how I, I want to be them treated to be nice in return, to me. Yeah. you know, like but it, and it's just I'm naturally a nice person and I, I want life to be peaceful. Straight like, up. That also goes like, with how the How can we make life easier and nicer? That also goes with the, I feel like that also goes with the <laughs> whole shit about like with um with other with not like with treating people as under is individuals i feel like i'll do that and something that i've learned to do recently is mm-hmm. not get worked up when people don't act how i think they should act yeah. or no, don't take it personally so yeah. like if even if i do treat a white person with respect and they don't treat me with respect i'm like whatever like realize, that person's oh, not for me internal. i don't like i wouldn't yeah i wouldn't it's something i wouldn't even get worked up about through. like oh no why you do like i wouldn't even get worked up with a race yeah. i wouldn't even get worked up with I've over a racist person like if somebody was outwardly racist towards me yeah. i would like internalize that as like that person has something wrong with them self-hate. that's not my issue to it's like self-hate. fix it's not my yeah. issue to fix you know what i'm saying so like i wouldn't even correct a racist person because it's like that like someone I'm who's racist is racist turn. because like they're racist like there's nothing that i even if i was i mean if i hit them with 100 percent facts like yeah. i'm not going to change their mind they that's are who they I are just kind of walk away Dog, these I, days i'm just like can't I take can my piece. That you are trying to start a fight. Yeah. And this happens with family. I'm not I'm not friends, here for it. With strangers. And it's like, 
Oh, you just like you like drama, you know. Straight up, <laughs> you straight like up, you know, straight up. My mom's moon sign, and that's why Leo. I don't like Leos. They love drama. That's like that's why that, that's literally the reason I don't like Leos. Maybe maybe sometimes when I do partake, it's because I like the drama too. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. a little self realization going on. <laughs> no, it's crazy because we're all reflections of each other. Of course, in of course. Part so it's straight it's up. really interesting, but. Lately, I've been getting to a point where it's just like, I don't have the time to waste on stuff. Like, I'm a very solution-based type of person. Oh, so it's like, too. I need to, if if I can't, you know, like, if I can't get Ooh. here, how can I get here? Yeah. If okay, we can't get the past cab, this, then there's no I point in even, like, in the it. Uber app. I, ha- I have my legs. I can walk. Or I have the Juno app. I have a plane. You know, what are my options? And if I really just outphase my options, then, you know. It's not for me. Maybe it's just not for me, but <laughs> yeah. I'm not about to sit here. And a lot of people like to sit and just cry about something over. Not even yeah. cry, but like talk and dwell about it. And it's like, Why are you can't really, black people win Oscars? Are you really oh trying God, to solve like, the problem? Yeah, straight up. Are you are you really still trying to victimize yourself, or do you do you want? Do you like, want to live your life? Empower yeah. you. I, I feel I like I want to live my life. Yeah. Like it, like. To me, it's like I'm not trying to get invited. I'm not trying to get invited to the white party. Like I would. To me, it's like dog. Like if if the white people are having a party and I'm not invited, that's fine. I don't want to be there. Like I'm not. I'm not even gonna tell them like, yo, you should you should invite. But I'm not. I don't like dog. Like. I'll have my own do party. What you you do, do what you want to yeah. do. If you don't want me there, fine. Like I don't want to yeah. be where I'm not wanted. Honestly, it, you know, like how I've been feel. I've read. I watched some interview, and it made sense. It's like I forgot. It's some actor, but he made some really good points. But it's like at the end of the day, kind of like likes do tend to like stick with likes. Mm-hmm. Like you see how we relate so much to like these immigrants is mm-hmm. because. Yo, that's like we ex- we 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 we, yeah, we feel you, them. And when like you think about them. when your parents taught you, like when doing laundry, you separate them oh, by yeah. darks, brights, and whites. Mm-hmm. It's like it's for a reason. Because mm-hmm. a lot of time, like I think once I got to college, I and my mom tells me this all the time. She's like, "You just threw out everything I taught you, <laughs> and you just went like testing things, yeah, and doing things your own way. Your clothes all over the floor. You learning from this girl how you know like." I think that's low-key important, though, to, to important. test things. I think it's important to like, test things. I like things. to test things because I need to know. Yeah, like, for I'm, yourself. You I'm need a know thinker, for yourself. so I, and like a philosopher, low-key, so it's like, I need to know. You can't, don't just tell me, oh, the sky is blue. I need to know why. I need to know I'm why. I'm going to ask you. Yeah. I'm going to research it. I'm a researcher. I'm or the I'm same gonna, way. I'm going to test it to figure out why cuz yeah. I need I just kind of need I'm to the know. same way. That's yeah. why I don't like I don't fuck with the whole education system like I used to when I was like before yeah. like pre-college. It's too much. I don't fuck it's with the whole much. like government system the way I like used to. It's and it's, it's 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 straight up off of some People are just going by what they've been taught. They're not asking any questions. No, just like just you ask one more question to like dig one level deeper right and you'll realize so this important. shit don't make sense. It don't make sense to go to school for something that yeah. you're going to get paid less than what you owe yeah. for what you went to school. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't make sense. Like, like ask the question. Why, why you know what I'm saying? Like ask the question. Fifty, like dog, like you're going into sixty, a hundred thousand dollar debt to go and get a job that pays you like twenty thousand dollars a year. How long do you think that's gonna add? Like, how long do you think it's gonna take you to pay off that hundred thousand dollar debt? Construction. He's been doing construction for so many years, my friend Molly, and he's making way more money than like I've probably anyone who went to school probably freelancing and and working at Apple. Like even it's like. 
I feel like people don't think and ask questions and that's all I do and when I do that people are like "Uh, you should just do but to me it's like it doesn't make sense to not it's so it's it's so essential like even down even even with your friends or with family like what are your intentions what you know like we have to know like what are what are you trying to get out of this Mm -hmm. or how is this benefiting me what are you asking of me you know like for for instance right now i live with my uncle and my aunt and they're two kids with sickle cell which are like my babies yeah like in the house that like they built when i when we migrated here which is about to be sold soon but it's like living with them it's like okay what are my expectations living with you guys for free right now oh for right now we just need we really need childcare, you know like because that's expensive in new york so it's like even you just being here for two hours, you don't have to do anything until like one person comes home from work. Mm-hmm. You know, like we have a system, we communicate and we're completely transparent about everything. I've never even experienced that like with places I've worked with, like like just, just the openness and transparency and like great communication. It's like, it's no ulterior motives yeah, and everything. I feel like and you see like, that a lot in the workforce. Yeah, and now and then it's like, okay, when we move, you know, you're expected to contribute to the rent because so-and-so, and you're going to have your own room this time. I'm not going to be sleeping on a bunk bed mm-hmm. or on the couch everywhere. Like, this is a transition. So it's it's just like, you have to know what you're getting into. And especially, like, with, I would say, like, especially with DJing and stuff, because it can be a very shady business. And that's part of why, like, I don't want to deal with it sometimes on a lower level because, or any level, because it's just a lot of shit you got to yeah. deal with even just to get your money. I feel money like I can see that from like, the from the outside looking in. Just yeah, also, because like, I feel like it's the same as, like, when I used to do, like, event photography or event videography, mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of the same thing where it's, like, people have the party, they have the event. Mm-hmm. And they want it captured or they want the music for it, but they don't then afterwards want to like, yeah, they don't see the value in what you brought to the event or what you brought to the party. You know what I'm saying? And then they don't want to like, I'm just like, dog, like what? the fuck right, like i didn't my, come to this uh, like, <laughs> i didn't come to this just to come like what the fuck i don't right, care about this party like problem, <laughs> i would have stayed home if i wasn't gonna get paid i feel like i just feel like it should be more fair and maybe i'm like an entrepreneur in a sense like mindseted where i've i should probably work for a non-profit organization or something. i feel like you are you're definitely maybe. entrepreneur even back to the days I when it. i said um and like I, I asked you to do the logo and it's funny because like it's funny that you say this because something that i wanted to ask you too is like i feel like you i feel like you've had a good i mean and again i'm just from the outside looking in i feel like you've been you've gone about doing like good business for yourself have you do you feel that way when when people i guess when when i realize all that i've done and i look back and i'm like wow i really did that or i really like one big thing for me too aside from tour like people were just like oh my gosh you went on tour and that was amazing and i was like yeah, it was cool. Like, yeah. not that I wasn't You didn't grateful. realize the magnitude of what it was. I was grateful, but what made me more excited was coming back home and running my own paint party and my own party with Dot, like, Jambalaya's. Like, I learned so much from the boys, like, on the road and how they did business. And just, just I'm very observant. So it just taught me, like, even better ways to communicate, how the, the managers communicated with me, how on point they were. Anything I needed, they were on it because they see the value. They treat you with respect. They see that you're you're the artist and I'm here to serve you because mm-hmm. you're serving the world. Yeah. So it's like you could have a venue, but without the talent, 
you know, you can have a venue and a promoter without the talent, without us, you There's have nothing. nothing. There's nothing. And they don't see that. So I have a problem with greed in this world that makes me feel like, like either I'm not fit for this doggy dog world of capitalism or I want to revamp it. And it's going to take a lot. And it's going to take a lot of us thinking differently to be more fair. So like, for instance, how me and Dot would throw our parties, it wasn't where we're just taking majority of the cut you know whatever we made whether it was twenty dollars or seven hundred dollars we were being more fair because we know that we did this together we came in this together and we know what we went through being paid coins you know whether you know whatever venue with whatever promoter we were working with and they were taking on bank like yeah. it's, it's just not fair it's not fair it's not <laughs> fair but i guess maybe you do have to go through those growing pains as you start first start out and then you also you also have to like like one thing that I realized for myself is that okay maybe I need to grow more as well maybe I need to increase my value so one thing I recently realized is that maybe like because I would realize like maybe I'm not doing enough what else do I need to do and you know you guys no, and Chase I, I, is like I, I, yo, I feel girl you, 100%. you did bow ties you did this you did I feel that you 100%. and it's like oh shit I I guess I am yeah. pretty good but. Maybe I need to get better. Maybe I, and I guess, like, imagine Beyonce, like, how she talks. She's just yeah, like, Yeah, she I probably feel like thinking, like, like I feel like I'm not good enough. She would, no, straight I up. She would look at her tapes, like, No, that's that not good enough. That could have been enough. better. Like, that could be better. 100%. And she, why do you think she's so amazing? It's because pushing she never herself. settled and she kept pushing herself. So that's what makes me feel like I need to learn better techniques or be more creative or I need to learn turntables. It's funny. real this time. What I feel like, so mm. the reason, I think if I could boil down um, the reason that I've been listening to Dame Dash so much, mm-hmm. it's because he talks a lot about um, this same type of thing. Mm. Like, so I don't even know how familiar you are, familiar you are with him, but he is very um, adamant about like being independent, putting up your own money to fund your own ventures, yeah. right? So that's something that he talks about. Like he that's and the thing is, from like Sunny and Gabe, yeah. And so like he's so what, what's very funny about him is that everybody in the music industry wants to claim that he's like down and out or like he's like a has been or whatever. Right. But if you like listen to his story, he has hella other businesses and hella other industries you know what i'm saying so like people looking at him leaving the music business as if he was like kicked out of the music business he he's telling his own story and that's why i listen to him because like he's telling his story of that recollection where it's like he wasn't kicked out of the music business he felt like he did everything that he had to do he wasn't necessarily feeling like he was wanted there so he was like dog i have other things to do like like that's, that's what i'm like yo like and, and that's how i feel it's like yo like that's i'm like yo like going into health and bruh, right i'm just now. like dog like i feel like and not not that i've accomplished anything crazy but it's like with me like the things that i want to do it's like i know what i want to do in my head yeah. so like no one can ever and tell me yeah exactly so no one can ever tell me oh like you got more to accomplish here and since you didn't accomplish it you're not shit like yeah. i know what value i bring to like anything exactly. you know what i'm saying like exactly. when i come to an event i'm not just bringing a camera i'm bringing a perspective because exactly. i've done i've thrown parties I've 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 made music. I like I've done all kinds of things like within that. Like now, like now my medium is camera or podcasting. Like you know what I'm saying? Like my like I have different perspectives because I've done so many different things and right. that's what that's what I think what I really resonate with him about is be, and that's kind of, I feel like you're kind of saying the same thing where it's like I dog like so. I'm bringing 
many different perspectives to the table so like when you hire me if you if you hire me as a videographer you're not hiring me as just a videographer dog like because i'm like i built the it's nation brand like you're gonna like you know what i'm saying like people are gonna see it on my page and then that's gonna be a whole nother fan base or like whatever it is like i but also that goes into the into what i'm about to say where it's like i feel like people don't value themselves enough where it's like dog like you don't have to do anything you don't want to do you know what i'm saying i once once like i tell people now i don't make music videos anymore because like i got to a point where every music video i made it's a hassle trying to get my bread or every uh, every party that i shoot it's a hassle trying to get my bread so i just don't do them anymore you know what i'm saying like it's not like that's what made me feel like i need to be the person I need to be the promoter or the entrepreneur yeah, like throwing this party exactly. so that I can see, okay, we made this amount. Exactly. Like, I need to see everything. I'm not, I'm not shooting no one everything. else's party. I'm not shooting no one else's because yeah. like, dog, like y'all throw these anything. things in y'all and then y'all be like, oh, I don't have it or like y'all Here's don't want to pay and it's like that, whatever. What? And then, yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm like, what? Like y'all made a stack of the junk. You're giving yeah. me a hundred. Like, no. I can't. But again, again, I, I can't do and again, that and, that, and that's where my mindset of like, exactly. So my mindset is just like, dog, like I'm not doing anything that I don't want to do. Anything that I'm not like feeling like I'm a contributing. I don't I don't want to be the person that I I just kind of am over the whole like I'm the for hire guy. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. I'm just over that. Like I, I went through that. Yeah. I, I like again, like I went it's through phase, it. Yeah. I, I went through that whole phase. So I'm not I'm not saying it on some like no humble, like, oh, I can't work for nobody. I, I did it. I did it and I got jerked around enough times for me to be like, okay, I don't want to do this it anymore. It makes me feel more comfortable going back to working you know, like a nine to five mm-hmm. where I know, okay, you know I'm what you expect of that. You I'm, know, it's getting paid. Yeah. There's no bullshit. Yeah. So if I could balance that with special events here and there with people that I want to work with and not just trying to hop on everything just to make money and just to create, like I genuinely want to do these events, then cool. Like I'm going to balance this until I get to a point where, you know, whatever happens, happens. And I what know. I feel like what comes from that is people start to like, seek you out like i said with the exactly. whole wedding thing like, like i I, I tell people what bro i like, tell people all the time whoa, like this is what i do this I is what know. i don't do yeah i still every day have people ask me to shoot their music video i'm like yo i don't yeah. do music videos they're like what's your price <laughs> i'm like dog i don't do them i'm not doing it you know yeah. what i'm saying or like with the weddings like i'll, I'll do a wedding for people that. that i love yeah. but i tell them up front like i don't do weddings so you should probably find weddings. someone someone but the thing i love i love i love the vibe of weddings and again like i'll do them for people that i love you know what i'm saying people who i I like and it's like okay I know if I go to this wedding I'll have a good time and you know me so I'll do it for you but again like but but the point that I'm trying to make is you can set your own standard you can set your own price and people would will abide by it like after you've proven your worth you know what I'm saying people will abide by whatever your rules are so I say that to say you know what I'm saying people should stick to what they want to do what and like people should understand that they can like take and decline whatever they want. And you know what I'm saying? Another important thing is that it's all circumstance based. So like one minute you might be able to charge a hundred dollars an hour, but another moment your life might change. You might have to humble it yourself. Five hundred dollars an hour. Oh yeah, or yeah, that's 50 true too. Yeah. You know, it's like, or I can't do this unless I get this, that, and the third. Yeah, yeah. Because like I'm fortunate enough to say during that time period where tour came about. I was able to go on tour, you know, like like you had leave. the freedom, yeah, the yeah, freedom, yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe a few months later, like or a year later, like where I where you I would have been tied up to, to something. Yeah. yeah, I'm tied up to something. So it's like if you're gonna pull me out of my it's take a little more stability, then it's gonna require a lot more, mm-hmm. and and it's something that I would like. I turned down going to Africa, man. Like 
with Masego and that hurt me, but everything happens for a reason. Yeah. I had obligations. My dad was sick. I was working a regular job to take care of my family in New York and myself. And it's it's like I need if we're gonna work, I need more consistent work. Yeah. And I need to be paid more, to be honest. Yeah. And it's like because I'm gonna come back to nothing again. Like yeah, coming yeah. off tour was just like, oh, what do I do with myself? Yeah. Like it was it was and being in Virginia even more, it was just like shit's dead like it's not the same like work release days so it was hard trying to find my way again and build back build back up you know after being gone so long straight up straight up so i would say wait what was i gonna say i would say like really just base things kind of you know like budget really budget calculate your expenses what you really need what it how much it costs to 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 you know like (laughs) <laughs> i don't know yeah Just, um i wanted to yeah. ask are you a big reader or do you um i do i do you do read really a lot like reading. what's like um the last book that you read that had like a pretty um, big impact on you right now i'm reading this 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 like plant like kind of book i forgot the name of it it's, it's like, like food based type yeah thing? it's like, like health, based, health okay health wellness that i got at my job um i work at juice press so I'm learning a lot every day and I started reading this book and it was just teaching me even more about what I didn't know about how foods affect our bodies and just different things like that. So I would say like, like I I did go through a phase where I was reading a lot of like, I guess like philosophy type of stuff and like my low moment was when I started like getting into reading for the first time, watching a lot of spiritual documentaries and YouTube videos. What's, um, something that you would, what's something that really like affected you or like something that if somebody was going through the same type of thing you were going through at that time that you were like, this is what really, really helped me. Hmm. I, I would go to this. I would honestly like, if you go to YouTube and Google spirit science, there's like these animations, these like cartoon kind of things where they break down a lot of stuff that even like religion and like, I mean, it's all, you know, it's kind of like, it's it's a funny area, but it's like, if it resonates with you, then go for it. Yeah. But it talks about like chakras, religion, and like, you know, astral traveling, stuff like that. Yeah. But that's what kind of like comforted me strangely like during my low moments like i went through a month where i started smoking weed and i was like actually buying it like i bought it and i was broke and i quit apple yeah (laughs) but i would just sit in my room and get high and just like just really just think learn and think and and doodle like i couldn't move physically like i was just stuck but i was having a time of my life with myself and doodling. I can relate. And it and it was it was just so cool because it sat me still. It sat me still from like wanting to be on the go so much, and I was just learning and feeding my my brain. Just whatever came to me, whatever topics, I would search it. I would Google it, whether it's crystals or anything. And I mean, I'm not really in that phase of my life right now. Yeah, that's very funny, yo. Like, I was in that same exact... <laughs> yo, like, it's so funny. Like I, You know, straight up. Because I was in this... Right around the same time where I just had nothing but time on my hands. Yeah, I, I would. It's so funny, yo. I would, like, literally my take... My time was filled. Right? I would literally take... I would, so, like, it would either be me learning how to edit videos or it would be me learning about how to, like, 
run a business maybe not run a business but like what what, how to start a business or like how to uh be a good ceo or leader i would i would read things about this and then also again because i was like in a bad place mentally i would i would read and learn and watch videos on like how to be happier you know what i'm saying like straight up oh infinite waters infinite waters okay he he talks about a lot of stuff like that like just yeah, like all all of that type of yeah. stuff. It's like he has, and he has a real psychology degree. Yeah, but he's not working for nobody. He's just making nah. But what I realized, videos. what I realized at that time was like, yo, like happiness is very much a choice and a decision. It is. You know what I'm saying? It's like realize, a like, what do you want? Yo, he like, said, what do you want? <laughs> like, what, literally said, you I find just what you're looking for. You you find what you're I looking for. I want to grapes all day, and I'm just like, damn, is that simple? It's, like, it can be. I it just can be. I just want to laugh all yeah. day. I want to create. I want colors. I want like a nice atmosphere. Like this little apartment hotel is cute. You know, like I know what I like. So when yeah, I'm. This is a swanky little place. Yeah. Like, so when it's like when you in something you don't like, it's like you either got to adapt to it. And I've had a lot of adapting to do mm-hmm. in my life with moving so much and everything. It's like you just you you learn how to create the life that you do want and it takes time it's it doesn't happen overnight but you oh yeah that's, that's very it. true it's, it does take time you build towards it. it's yeah. like okay if i envision this is how you know how i want to live you know whether and i feel like with me like i would change direction so much or i'm so scatterbrained that that's why maybe i'm not progressing in one thing yeah because i'm like well maybe i could see my life like on the road forever on tour but then again I could see my life married to this guy with a kid. Yeah. We live in New York and just, Home you know, it's like, yeah, shit, yeah, like I have so many visions for how, where I want to go. It's like, if you don't pick something, then you're not going nowhere. Yeah. So it life taught me to shoot an arrow. And my dad, honestly, you know what? My dad is my biggest inspiration. Yeah. How so? My dad, <laughs> he's like the Steve Jobs of my life. He's taught me so much spiritual wisdom that's so practical that it just combines and it's just it's just everything. Everything he's even been, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. Like he's taught me so much about life and would humble me so much from teaching me little things like how to save or how to, you know, you give and you get like just the basics of the Bible. Like, like he studies the Bible. He's, he was a bad kid growing up. Like he stole cars and he DJ too, but he, he was in Trinidad, just a wild boy. And even when he came to America, he was, you know, he would, he said, I was kind of evil towards your mom, but his life changed once he, once he got saved. And like my dad was born with a hole in his heart. So he was supposed to die at age 12. Wow. There he is, about to turn 50. Wow. And I just sent him off on a plane to Trinidad this morning for wow. the first time since 27 years. Wow. And the fact that he's still, he, it's, it's just like he showed me that anything is possible. And it makes me emotional because it's like when he was on oxygen and he couldn't work anymore and they told him you can't go back to work or you can't ride a bike and stuff, he forced himself say every day i'm gonna try a little bit i'm gonna ride a little further a little further start back working now he doesn't need his oxygen tank anymore he's doing taxi like he's doing this he's working here and he's just like i don't know he's just he's just such a humble guy like he doesn't need much very simple 
he cares about everybody, puts everybody before himself, would have like five pairs of boxers and two pair of jeans and just be the happiest person. Damn, just that's based crazy. off of like, you know, and it's like yeah. he showed me even that like like he's just showing me his little money that he makes doing taxi every day could stack up and save like ten thousand dollars. You don't up. need like you know, like this lump sum of money yeah. once you put in the hard work and and if you don't need a lot in return, if you don't need like don't need the um, if you don't need like the sh- shit, like the shit that people yeah, want, that the cars, the jewelry, happy. whatever it is, like things, just things. Yeah. Like honestly, I say to people all the time, like the moment I stopped lusting after material things mm-hmm. is the moment I just had more money in my pocket. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I stopped buying stupid shit and I started saving my money and now I just have more money. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not doing anything different. I'm not I don't have no crazy like dog. I run I run my, I run a family business that literally pays for our like living expenses mm-hmm. pays i pay i get paid like a very modest salary you know yeah, what i'm saying for like for, like compared to the work that i do but it's just that like it's enough for me because i don't spend anything yeah. you know what i'm saying like what i spend is like towards this nation shit that mm-hmm. also like you know what i'm saying i also like make videos for people for money so like right. like i like i i, I feel like i'm just investing in what i'm trying to do anyway on my own i was able to freelance for so long because my expenses were low very so low like, yeah yeah, I could do this gig in, you know, Norfolk for this amount of money, no matter if I just came off tour, because these are my people. This this is the area that I've grown in and I I can right now. I don't have a three thousand dollars. Exactly, rent, exactly. So I'm not gonna bust your head, you know, like because I don't need to make like six thousand dollars for this month. That's not fair. Shit, yeah. So when I when I do need to, yeah, price is gonna go up and maybe I should value myself more and I've gotten better with that, but it's like if you keep your operational costs low and if you know how to budget and you know what you need, how much it costs and little things like that, you pay attention to the little things, you'll know like how much to charge. Or you'll know, yeah, little 100%. things like yeah. that. But yeah, he's my dad. Like it's just it, it's crazy. That's super dope. That's super yeah. dope. Uh, it's funny because like as I get older, I've like grown to have so much respect for my pops too honestly mm-hmm. um i never too, right? yeah no like straight up i was i was just going to say <laughs> my pop because of be, the only the reason i say my pop is because when I was a kid, I thought he hated me. <laughs> like, I thought he hated me because, like, he just used to be so hard on me. Um, My dad. Too. Yeah, but I just so I, I just thought he didn't like me. I literally just thought he didn't like me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I thought he liked all my other siblings except me, wow. um, just because of like how hard he was on me. But as I've gotten older, and I, I, I see like what he was doing, slash, I see like he isn't even a mean person. Like he mm-hmm. like. Like I understand, like now Africans have a certain way of like speaking that makes them seem stern, mean. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Seem stern and mm. seem mean, but like that's just their way of communicating. Yeah. So like now that I like have a better understanding of him, and now that I'm an adult, he doesn't just yell when he talks to me. Mm-hmm. He like actually talks to me. Yeah, like, I understand. Like yeah, like he is, like bro, it's, it's the same values that he was talking about back then. Right. It's just now in a regular tone because I've also realized like he's old. He can't like yell like he used to. Right. And and then he just like really respects me for what I've because. I run I run our family business, but he lives in Nigeria and he like runs wow. his dad's he runs a business that his dad started in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And I like completely with me and my sister run my mom's business. Like it's yeah. like I think when people when people hear me say that, they think like I'm like working there as like a regular like nine to five or like I literally like run like that joint. You know what I'm saying? Like I li- I'm literally like on call twenty four seven and make make business. make the day to day major decisions. Like my mom literally just sees patients. Me and my sister do 
everything around that. You know what I'm wow. saying? Even like hiring people, all that type of stuff. In Virginia? So, um, no, it's in Maryland. Maryland. So, um, I, I mean, I only say that to say that like it, through that, my parents have shown like the level of respect that they have for me doing that for them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm completely doing it for them. Again, right. I make a very modest salary and I don't even like that's like. I, I, I do that just so that I could pay my bills, but then like I'm making I like I do you this as my ex yeah, exactly. This is supposed yeah. to be my thing that's gonna be like what I pass to my kids, hopefully, mm-hmm. or like what allows me to like pay for the things that I want, you know what I'm saying? Right. So like in that and, and and my dad seeing my grind towards their thing plus my grind towards my thing, right. he's like shown me a level of respect that I've never like and, seen and from him and that yeah. I never even expected to get because again, I thought right. he hated me as a kid. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like when we had the conversations that we have now just makes me think like, damn, like he really respects me. And then also, I really respect like how they put themselves on the line just like to give exactly. us what we had growing Please. up. As first generation oh kids, God. I never realized like dog, so like they like, moved here from Nigeria like with nothing. Like with nothing. I was almost born in Trinidad. Bruh, they, they had. I was 16. Bruh, like. On the plane, swollen. Like, she describes that experience. It's so traumatic. I, I mean, I can't I even imagine. To. I can't even imagine. I have to do this for my family because they bust their ass yeah. too hard. And I don't care who thinks I'm spoiled because, like, somehow my grandparents and my parents was able to put three meals on that table yeah. every day for To us. even think that you're spoiled, but it's yeah, like, dog, like they like, had to no, work like three times hard. as hard just to give you what like they regular so kids have. You know what I'm saying? Foreigners were not respected back yeah, in the day, dog, like at all. this is what you need, and now you need to work for it. It's not going to come that easily. So I feel like in a sense, maybe I was spoiled in a sense where like I didn't know how hard I had to work. Yeah. To, to I didn't realize how hard my parents were working. Yeah, yeah, how hard they were working in the cold, like, or even just to get us out of New York because it was so hard. But it just, it, it's it's a different level of respect where it's like, I have to do this and I have to take what you guys have instilled in me and listen for once because I wasn't listening. Straight up. Yeah. I was a wild kid, young. <laughs> like, yeah, I was, a, I was yeah. a wild kid. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not even that I was wild, just like, I was doing what my other friends were doing. And my exactly. other friends didn't come and from the same values. From yeah, exactly. So like people. everyone in my family, it's crazy. People in my family used to tell me like, yo, like I'm going to give my parents a heart attack. Like I remember my sister called me one time. I had just gotten in trouble for like doing something, probably something <laughs> stupid, drinking or drug related probably. Yeah. And she had told me because like my sister, because my mom had called, my mom like used to confide in my older sisters. Um, so she would tell them like all kinds of things that I was doing when they like went away to college. And I remember my sister called me one time and was like, yo, like you need to stop what the fuck you're doing because like you're going to give mommy a heart attack. And when she dies, everyone's going to look at you. Like, like it was like really like it was really harsh, I, but I understood what you I, I, at the, at the time. I was like, yo, like, don't call me with some shit like that. That's yeah. fucked up. But at the t- but I understand like looking back, I understand where she was coming that from. She makes me scared. But kids. yeah, that's the thing. Like, but the thing is, like, now I look at my situation now and it's like I'm only giving back to them. I'm only, like they're they're They tell me every like at least like once a month you know what i'm saying like you just said you put your dad on a on a plane to trinidad yeah i, I said like i i, I bought my dog i bought my mom this 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 uh for her birthday i bought her a ticket to go to south africa with her friends like oh over this like she literally just got back this week and yeah. the whole time she was there she was away from work for like a week and a half the whole time she was there she's like calling me like thanking me like for doing wow. that and then also because like 
she's never been away. She's never been able to be away from her business right. that long. You know what I'm saying? Her her business was ran without a hitch. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like I love that with no hiccups. You know what I'm saying? She just kept calling me like, damn, like, scale. is everything okay? Like I'm just like, dog, like things like stop <laughs> calling. Like everything's fine. You know what I'm saying? And she just couldn't believe it. My dad like called me again, yeah. was like, dog, like I, I would never have thought that when we started this that like you guys would send us here and then like run the thing yourself. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, and even at the time, I didn't even realize that's what I was doing. When he told me that, then that's when I was like, damn, like I did right. do that for them. You know what I'm saying? And I felt yeah. good about it, but it was like, damn, I remember when like they thought I was going to be like in jail, you know what yeah, I'm saying? I for the rest of my life. I like, you looking like a bum. Yeah, you straight you up. Straight you got up. paint on your jeans. Straight I'm up. like, mom, I'm an artist. I know like, what I'm doing. Paint. Like, I just want to paint. Just like, you know what I'm saying? You know, straight like, up. Straight I'm just up. like rugged. Yeah. Learning from Basquiat. Like, <laughs> just like, you know, studying all this different things. They're like, you've changed and yeah. not in a good way. And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> you've changed and not in a good way. You you're never want to hear that. <laughs> Straight up. And then they tell your family, like, dog, yes. I remember when I moved out. I remember when yeah. I moved home from Hampton. My mom used to tell everyone I needed a job. I was working three jobs. And my mom would tell, like, I would get phone calls from people that I hadn't talked to in years. Like, Yo, hey, Emeka, I heard you're back home. Do you need a job? I'm like, day. no, I'm working. I don't need a up job. I'm working. Day when my dad called, my dad called me yesterday. He's like, Hey, because he's used to me being available yeah, all yeah. the time. Yeah, I'm like, straight up. Free, like freelancing. I'm living life. He's like, you have a job. I'm like, Dad, I'm working. I gotta call you back. He's like, you're <laughs> he's working. Like, you're what? <laughs> you have a job. Like, he's like, stop playing. <laughs> and I would get mad because I'm just like, yo, yeah. What did you like, think I was you? gonna do when I became an adult? <laughs> I'm getting older. Like I gotta, you know, I can't That's just real. be out here freelancing and just. You know, like, like as I grow, that's that's what I wanted to mention, too. Like, even though, like, you know, with this whole materialism thing, because it's like, yeah, some things are wants, some things are needs. But like, oh, this is a document. If you watch The Minimalist or Minimalism or Netflix. I've been actually learning about really minimalism. Not, I haven't seen that, but I've been like, I've been it, trying to become a minimalist straight whatever up. Whatever you value, you yeah. keep. Like, if you want 10,000 books, it doesn't mean, oh, I need to throw away all my books and mm -hmm. have five. And they talk about this. It just made me realize, like, oh, shit, I'm not wrong for liking nice shoes Realize what jackets. you want. Real, like, like, what's jackets. yours is yours, yeah. I love sneakers, and I've always felt guilty. Like, it's out of a sense of guilt, or somebody would tell you, or, like, you just feel like, oh, I'm not supposed to, you know. Have People it. make their like, values your values. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that, like, because I'm not the type where I need a $300 pair of shoes. Like, I don't, but I, I probably spend you just like the shoes that you on like. Doc Martens. If, if, if it's something you yeah. like, yeah. Like, whether it's Vans or something as basic as Converse's and stuff, too. It's like, it's like I just, I, I like quality, nice things, but I don't need a whole bunch. If it serves its purpose, like right now I've been building up my collection after throwing everything away <laughs> practically being so completely like, you know, just, I guess, starving myself from everything and just throwing away all my vices, whether it's sex, drugs, wine, like alcohol, like going out. Like I went through phases where I completely like, and it, it was hard. And sometimes I feel like maybe that caused the depression because it's like, wait, what you know, do I like, turn to? Like you have nothing now. You can't take a shit and not eat right yeah. after. You have to fill your body back with nutrients. So our bodies are designed to have a filter. You might take in certain things, but your liver, your kidneys, it'll separate. Okay, I need that's this real. and I don't need this. So if we just learn how to filter, that's that's all it is. So yeah. it you know, your your theories and and 
I feel like what we think and what we go through and what we experiment with, we go through it and we 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 reach certain points where it's like, okay, this, you know, yeah. like. No, I, I feel you yeah. 100%. I feel you 100%. So it's like for me, like I realized like I just, I just, my values have changed and and I've realized who my support system is, which is most important. I've turned to friends in times of need when I thought they were my support system and not a lot of them were really there for me. There were just a few, like just a, a very few and they couldn't be there, you know, to the extent that you needed them because ideally you kind of got to be there for yourself. Yeah. You got to figure it out yourself. I think that, I think and that family was <clears throat> solid. Like that's who yeah. I really needed and who I needed to get to know because I was becoming family more with friends than getting to know my own roots. And for me, that was big because I was running from it. I was running from the alcoholism, the abuse, and just everything negative that came with it and not realizing that the positives are way more like outnumbered. They're there and if you look for them. My family is powerful. Yeah. And, you know, we, we've done a lot. We're so strong. Like we have so much love and joy. Like, you know, how we come together just because it might be based on like, you know, wild party music and alcohol and food, it's it's still love. It's still there. Like at and the end of the day, it's different. the energy. And people feel that. Like, I think about that all the time it. when I'm at like Thanksgiving Day things or like Christmas thing. Yeah. And me and my family are like there getting drunk and eating. But like I'm it's different from when I'm like anymore. getting drunk with my friends. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like even though cause it's like way different. Yeah, like it's cause like I can I can I can literally I mean like I my whole life never satisfied. My, my whole life I've lived with like cousins and aunts yeah. and uncles in my house. You know what I'm saying? Who you know what I'm saying? I see them and there's, there's no problems, but like when it's like a Christmas type thing, we'll like turn up. Even though we all live in the same house. Mm-hmm. And like it'll be a different vibe. I love that. And that's love yeah, that. that's lit to me. And I think um I think we take that for granted. I just want, I, I really just want to touch on the, like what you said about whole, like the whole, when your friends aren't there for you, we feel like no one's there for us. Yeah. But like, we have to realize like, people like, are oh, that, bro, people are there for us. Sometimes I think where Some we, I think out. sometimes what we do is when the person or the, like maybe the, the two specific people, people that we want to be there want, aren't yeah. there, we are like, okay, well, no one's there. Like, yeah. no, that's not true. You got to look at who's looking after you. And sometimes it's like, it's not the person that you want because like they're doing their, again, it goes back to like, allowing people to be individuals yo right. like if someone doesn't have the capacity to care about you you can't especially hang yourself up on that dog and it's the thing because a lot of people don't have the capacity to care about themselves yeah. that's what it boils down to a lot of people who can't care about others don't care about themselves i didn't start caring about others the way that i did until i realized like dog like everything that i need from myself is internal yeah. you know what i'm saying and every any validation any validation or yeah. any like the way I got through my heartbreak was realizing, like, dog, like, everything that I need is within myself. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Once I realized that, I was able to, like, love someone else without necessarily needing them to love me back or show yeah, that they love me back. It's just like, yo, like, I can do this for you and I don't care if you do anything back for yeah. me. Like, 
like me doing this for you, like kind of like serves mm -hmm. me, it gives me like a a, a a plus one. If like this was a video game, yeah, I would like, get like a little Mario I plus one, like you know what I'm saying? In my yeah, like a bing, yeah, I would yeah. get that. Like if I if I did something for you, I would get that, yeah. and that's fine for me. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? If you if you feel the need to reciprocate, cool. If you don't, I'm not gonna like hang myself up right. on that. But I think a lot of us go through life doing things like that, and we keep score. And when and when we need like, that, oh, I did this for you. When we need that, and yeah. someone that we did that for because we love them and we thought they loved us when they don't do that back for us we feel like oh no one cares about it like people are right. so quick to be like no one cares about me people that i know who who, who i know like that's people care for them they'd be like no one cares like, about me no one like i could die and no one would care you. i'm like dog like that's not true like i literally bruh like me Still. like not even to mention me like i know other people who do like who care about you i know you have family like i see dog it's i see people game. like it's a it's an it's act people, for more yeah. attention and it's, it's like we gotta stop craving attention this and stuff attention like that. when you know like when you're in that phase or maybe you're just like a bottomless pit because if, if you need love you can find love if you need attention that's gonna different keep needing to it to fuel you and you don't know how to produce it so yeah. it's like you have to learn how to become or realize that you're a producer like we're we're like god in a sense like we have this love feeling within us that we could turn on Literally. Straight up, that's very so well said. So if, if you don't believe that you have that, you're going to seek it everywhere. Oh, this spaghetti is going to give me love. This pet <laughs> and this guy that I have a crush on. And when they're not there, you're going to fall apart because oh, they're real. gone. That's real. So you can't be a bottomless pit. You can't play the victim. And I've, I've, been, I've been that before. I've had friends that were that before. And it's a bad place to get stuck in. Straight you don't, don't want to be there. Straight up. Straight you don't. Up. So when you do become... You, you get to a point where you are able to produce it. I feel like you can accept materials or people back into your life and and not feel that codependency again. And it just kind of works. Like, I feel like I've gotten to a point where, like, you know, it's like they say even with, like, uh, just clothes and stuff. Like, we, 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 we like, Kanye had a line, you know, things we buy to cover up what's inside oh yeah when you reach to a point where you don't have to cover up what's inside you can appreciate this nice jacket straight up because the jacket doesn't make you confident but you're confident and the jacket embellishes just you embellishes yeah, yeah. it so you just look confident yeah and it just it just goes it it, it works together it doesn't it's not separate. It's like it's not I need this. it's not masking anything, I any insecurities in or anything like that. And I feel like when I was a kid, like maybe middle school, high school, like I needed things to make me feel like stronger because I felt so weak. Yeah, 100%. I felt so vulnerable. I felt so insecure. It's like I needed these Nikes. <laughs> I needed that. <laughs> that was me straight up dog that was even through yeah. college like i needed nice clothes needed to it. make me look cool i yeah. I, I needed it just to like i just i needed to, it i feel you 100%. and i still sometimes feel like you know i'm so small and timid like i like wearing bigger like hard not hard but like hard and kind of soft jackets to mm -hmm. make me feel like just a Puffy. little more yeah like not so small <laughs> yeah. in a sense but like kirby when she I puffs don't up need it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you 100%. I feel you. Um, I, I just, I'm into fashion and stuff too. Yeah. So it's just, I like what I like. And don't make anybody feel, make you feel guilty for, you know, whatever you value. 
That's like, real. That's, that's just real. all it is. That's real. Like if you value having like ten hundred different knives and forks, <laughs> I, I, I do say all the time like people should cameras. like what they like and whatever it is. And yeah. that's the thing. Like I, I don't. I, I always say like I started saving money or whatever, but I spend money on like equipment for the things that I want to yeah. do all the time. Like, and I don't like skimp on it. So mm-hmm. I know I have my vices, and vices are cool or whatever. Yeah. Like it's just a matter of like, like being yourself. You spending money on SoundCloud and Apple Music. I'm like. This, I know my reason for Mm -hmm, it. This mm -hmm. directly relates to my business. It's going to make me more, you know, productive. Mm -hmm. But I'm not judging you for spending your money on parties. But I don't like spending money on parties. You know, so it's like, especially if I'm not DJing it or trying to, you know, like. Be there for real. DJ that event and network with those people, then no, like I'm not. It don't make sense to you. It's not in line with your. Me, I value more so maybe the uber getting to that party than paying for the party because i need up. comfort Straight but up. you might like rough you know the, uber the hassle i yeah. want to get there comfortably you know i'm tired of struggling i'm Straight tired up. of it so it's I like it's that. getting to a point where maybe i need to rearrange things no i'm not settling like oh my biggest thing i'm not settling for the chinese bus no more yeah. China bus? Yo, I feel that. I was going to fight with them the other day. Why? They called the cops on me. Why? Because <laughs> On you? Got, I spazzed on them. So you can spaz it when you want to spaz. So I feel like bad. you're I feel like I've always known you to just be like a really like sweet <laughs> like <laughs> very like <laughs> like I've never known you to spaz for real. Yo, it came from no What happened? Like it came it came from just tired of dealing with them. Like and <laughs> it's funny though I'm the Chinese people racist, can get like no they, they can they really can get just, very like testy they're so rude and nasty like the the service they provide I cannot deal with yeah. it and I feel like we enough. can't keep complaining about it we have to stop supporting it yeah we're putting money in their pockets but we're complaining real. you don't have working bathrooms like it's, it smells like shit. You're rude. You're charging a dollar just to print a ticket. Like, literally, it just happened because I... This was Thanksgiving recently for my birthday, too. My birthday was the day, day before Thanksgiving. So, I missed my bus by five minutes at 10 p.m. She said, I come back the next morning at 9.30. I get there at 9 o'clock, and I'm, I'm not going to go into too many details. Mm-hmm. It's a long story. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> so... She's like, okay, when you come back, you know, you got to pay a $10 reschedule fee and a dollar to print. I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, you know, is there anything you do? I'm like, I only got $7. What can you do? Like, she's like, I can't do nothing. Come tomorrow. <laughs> like, okay, I come back tomorrow. I'm early this time. Mind you, it takes me two hours to get to the city from Queens. Mm-hmm. And I got all this stuff with me. Like, I come there 9 o'clock. I'm like, where's, you know, the Hampton bus and stuff like that. She's like, it's not here yet. Like. So I'm thinking, okay, for Thanksgiving, did they separate the things, the the Hampton and the Norfolk bus? Because normally it's together. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there, and mind you, I'm listening to Travis Scott. So it so just you got me sicko pumped. Mode. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> Houston fornication yeah. uh, is on repeat. And I'm just like, I don't know, I just got in a zone. Like, I was just like, yo, like, people really... People really underestimate me, and it's like they think I'm just a softie. Yeah. So they think they could take advantage of me, but they don't really realize that you can't yeah. fucking play me. Like you can't. <laughs> don't play me, B. Don't try to play me. So I'm there waiting. I ask her again. She's like, "Be patient, be patient." You know they're rude as fuck. Yeah, so for sure. I'm just like, okay. 
I'm gonna wait. I'm looking, I'm just like, I think that's the bus. Like, this is why we gotta listen to our intuition. I'm like, I think that's the bus I'm supposed to go on to, but she's telling me no. 9.50, almost 10 o'clock comes around. I'm like, I go up to her and I'm just like, wait. So when I'm late, it's a problem. But when y'all niggas late, it's 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 cool. Like, she's like, what what are you talking about? I'm just like, where is the bus? She's like, uh, the bus left already. Where was you? I was like, what the fuck do you mean the bus no. left? Like, are you kidding me? I was sitting here the whole time, the whole time, and you guys are laughing in my face, like spiteful shit. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. So I spazzed on her. I, I told her she ain't shit. Like everything. Like I was Yo, screaming. That's wild. This guy was telling me calm down, but I was just like, no, I have to tell her about herself because like you need to know that yeah. this is not right. Yeah. I'm not coming back here at three o'clock to go home, come back. You know, it takes me two hours. You're wasting my time yeah. and it's uncomfortable. You know, it's like. This is That's too wild. much. Yeah. This is way too much. And I'm not putting myself through this anymore. I've been yeah. supporting y'all business. So the cops come. They talk to them. They talk to me. And they were cool. Like, by then I calmed down. But I told them everything. Like, how I felt and what the fuck happened. And they're just like, well... Because I was screaming. I was like, I'm not leaving this bitch till I get my money back. Yeah. Like, give me my money back. Yeah. Like, she got scared. Like, yeah, I guess she was yeah. intimidated. She thought I was going to, like, bust through the plexiglass. Course, but I wasn't going to do that. Of but but they think. I'm just like, I'm not leaving until you give me my money because this is not right. You know, there's no reason even your prices should be going up. This is horrible. They leave people, you know, at the rest stops and everything. It's just like, if you, I just feel like if you don't enjoy what you do, don't do it. Mm -hmm. If you're not going to do it for the right reasons, if you don't care, you need to figure some shit out. But y'all are not good at customers. <laughs> that's real. That's real. But I feel like that, I, so, yeah. that's, that's crazy because that kind of boils down to every industry. Because I, like, I literally had a homegirl was telling me how like not. she had a terrible experience at a, um, at a, at a, at a nail salon. Yeah, you it. know what I'm saying? Like, but um that, that's that's maybe I crazy just, I, when i think back on it maybe i maybe it built up to the point where that's why i fast <laughs> but said, i think i also built up aggression the drama of it, yeah i think travis scott influenced yeah there's a little bit it was that all energy, it was all the things the meeting in just, together the real scorpio in me was like coming out and i was yeah just i used to date a scorpio my, she my used to spaz Sierra, she's a scorpio. Scor I, know, I know scorpios she real to dark, spaz i was just like I forgot who I was. Yeah, that's that's like, crazy. No, nah, like don't don't try to play me. Like don't do that because <laughs> I will completely. <laughs> Word. Um, I just got a couple more questions. Yes. We're about to wind. We're gonna wind this oh, down. Yes, but um, you can. We got a little bit left oh, for both of us. We're gonna split yeah, this down the middle. Yeah, I used to drink a whole bottle of red wine. Yeah, but then and, you like, got the eczema. I feel like I gotta cool down my shit because of eczema. Yeah. I feel like I'm getting eczema. Oh really? Yeah, honestly. Yeah, I because because the elephant skin is the thing that was like, oh wait, I I, think I, I, I got to, that in some places. I didn't want it and it was right in my, my fucking like it's right around here yeah. too, like right in the crevices of like where I bend Start shit. You know what I'm saying? Working out. Oh, I do that. Oh, I've changed. I've changed my lifestyle. I do like treat the tea tree oil stuff like. Why you hate it? It's so the scent. Is so oh, the strong. scent. Yeah, the scent. Is yeah, strong, but, but it is good for yeah. for like um, bacteria. Uh, yeah. It's so like last too. last couple of questions. Um, <laughs> where do you where do you where do you see yourself? Like, what do you because you because oh, you do question. so much. Yeah, <laughs> because you do so much like creatively. 
um, if you can, mm-hmm. like, place yourself, like, you know what I'm saying, five, ten years from now, like, what do you what do you see yourself doing? What do you see yourself tackling? Well, whatever like time span in the future, like what do you what do you feel like you you want to tackle like in in the a little bit distant future, not too distant future. I definitely want to do more. Like like I've circled back around to DJing, and I'm I'm definitely passionate about it. Still, it's not going anywhere. Okay. But I I want to take it further. I want to do festivals. I want to do my own tour eventually. Like I want to do bigger things in that same realm. So that eventually, like, somehow, you know, being an entrepreneur and learning more about it, you know, the business side of things, because that's what I've kind of been studying lately, Um, just because I feel like I've always had the creative side, but lacked in that department. 100% me too. Like, I feel like- It's um, it's exciting. I feel like we can all turn ourselves into a business to a certain degree. You know what I'm saying? It's actually, I realize it's not hard and it's not I'm hard actually at all. enjoying it. It's being process. strategic and thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. You know and saying? I'm, I'm kind of like that in a sense. Yeah. So that and seeing, I don't know, like it's like I'm split again because I'm split between like the art and entertainment industry and then health and wellness. Because I still like somehow I want to like shoot my shot and like maybe pursue modeling and acting maybe. Like I feel like I, I'm, re- I'm realizing a side of me that likes to talk and communicate and tell stories and like i'm so theatrical in a sense it's like maybe i would be a good actor or well actress yeah like i really i really during those low moments i would study movies especially like disney movies because i see so much meaning in them but deep movies or just serious roles and stuff like with angelina jolie denzel washington brad pitt just to name a few like these are just it's it's just I don't know I love I love the whole art and that's very interesting because you know what's interesting or even is, producing and singing like I feel like I want to sing again yeah like I want to I feel like an artist like I'm a performer yeah going on tour with the boys like like it just brought out a side of me that felt like like I turned into a little rapper like yeah every time <laughs> I'm freestyling crew, on the bus crew, I'm like hey that's yeah, me yeah, yeah. I'm young Hefe who you be <laughs> 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 that's real. Around, that's like, real. I feel like I'm channeling gold. That's real. And that's I feel real. like I'm a rapper, low key. So I, I, I have stuff I be writing. I write in a diary still. And I think if I break out of the fear of like what people would think yeah, and like that's what it is. How to do it and and just doing it, like I probably would just do it. I don't know. Like maybe that's what's next. I, I honestly, I think, um, like you said it. Uh, I think a lot of the reason we don't do things that we want to do is because yeah. of what people would what think people about think, it. Yeah. And I think I've gotten to a point where I... Like, oh, now she's an artist now. Yeah, like I got into a point where I don't care what people yeah. think about what I'm doing. You know yeah, what I'm saying? To me, it's caring. like, yo, like if you have enough time to watch it and then criticize it, like I already got you to watch. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, like I, I already got I you to listen. Like study, You know what I'm saying? I study interviews and like music of artists way too much. And I don't even know much about like, like the the DJs, mm-hmm. you know. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm just That's like, real. why am I? You know, I'm so interested, and I I know I know the process of how it works with artists, but I don't even know like how it works with like I'm just. That's real. Going along. With so it. who 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 do you look to like for um for DJing right? Like, DJing like motivation or like inspiration or like uh, at least a game plan. Like who do you look to? I didn't well, Vashti. I, was, I know you said you're a Vashti fan. Didn't younger, she used to um, DJ? Yeah, like when I was younger, it was her. Like because I felt like wow, 
that's that's what I've always wanted to do. Like even from creating my own shoe, like when I was a kid, I would draw and like color my Nikes. So I, I still that's like a still still like a dream. Like I mm-hmm. want to design my own Nike blazers or dunks, but. Yeah. Um, now I'm kind of like an Adidas head. So I'm, I've I've turned into an Adidas head. You know what's funny? Working I've kind of turned into an happened. Adidas head. Um, but I read Phil Knight, the creator of Nike. I read his mm-hmm. memoir. Uh, he wrote a book called Shoe Dog. Oh, that now makes just, me like a I Nike fan. Like, I, yeah, no, I, I love He's both. But like, what's funny in his book, he says like Nike, like Adidas was like his like rival. Like yeah, Nike was like rivals. coming, they're like rival rivals. They, they hate each other. No, I'm thinking of Puma and Adidas. But um, Puma and Adidas were homies. Yeah, and then yeah. Then branched off. Yeah, but um, at least in the in the situation with Phil Knight, like his book was so good that I was like, Dang, damn, I'm about to go back that. to Nike. But then it just just from a like, I think you would like it just from a um, like what I took away from it from the business and like entrepreneurial standpoint, he. It, that book made me realize like damn like okay i'm on the right path like he was mm-hmm. like a lot of the things that he went that through were things saying. that i think about I things that, that i go through I love that. dog like just being able to see that people that i look up to Jay-Z's are human book, like, you know what i'm saying what's, what's his book stuff? called his i book? forgot but i've stumbled upon it and stumbled upon a lot of quotes and i was like i think it's called i don't know if it's called watch the it black though, but book it, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> it's like throw maybe watch it throw yeah something i even know you had a book i'm, I'm the next book that i'm planning to get is dame dash's book culture vultures because like i said i've been listening to a lot like of him and relate. now i'm just like damn i need to see what this book is about because yeah. he gets a, but he gives a lot of information for free away on the internet so you should definitely just go cool. like youtube his name and check him out but um i'm gonna check it out oh yeah the last thing i was gonna say yeah. was um yeah, so so like DJing, it started with I would say DJ Gel. He's um, I think he's Trini. He is from Queens or Brooklyn. Um, I listened to his mixes a lot, like around like 2012, into like now. Him and DJ Private Ryan. Private Ryan is alright to me, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would say like them in the Soca, you know, Caribbean world. That's who I look up to, and then um. Who else? I don't know. Like crazily, like it's really just me. Like I hate to sound. You in your, no, like no, no, no. I feel you hundred percent, bro. I'm in my I own bubble. I'm in my own bubble creatively. The dog. way I am creatively, I know. Like this shit is way too too good. Like and my mixes don't even that I have out right now. It's, <laughs> it doesn't serve justice. Like yeah. what I mean, but it's like I feel like the way I think and how it comes so naturally and how like. It's non-scripted. Like, I freestyle every time. I don't know how to play in a set. Like, That's dope. I just feel like whenever I'm sad and I need something to listen to, my mixes always just That's dope. take me, That's, that, that, fill me up. That kind it's of tells exactly me that it's kind of like in you. You know what I'm saying? Exactly Which is a very good sign. Like, it's in you. So, yeah. as long as you keep going. And, and you know this. I don't have to tell you yeah, this. Like, but I just, I'm like saying it for, I guess, the listeners. But, um... Like when when something is because I, f- I feel the same way about creating all the things that I've created. Like when I was making music, I didn't even think about it. I was just doing it. And I had no intention of of doing it so that people could tell me anything. I would yeah. just do it, put it on the Internet. And it's funny good. because like so I dropped a mixtape when I was like in 2013 and I have homies who I've like linked up with now or like in, in the last like year or two mm-hmm. who just because I still promote that, Joan, like I'll still like th- throw old like uh, clips 
on my social media, like a throwback Thursday clip or whatever, yeah. people will tell me like, damn, like this shit went hard. And I'd be like, damn, like back then I knew what I was doing, even though yeah, no one listened to it back then. Like it. People, yeah, yeah. So like, it just kind of like reaffirms I that I knew. Yeah. To me, I was like, I, I kind of reaffirms that I oh knew God. what I was doing. Like it was in me. I had no other motive in, other than just like, I wanted to create it and then I put it out. You know right. what I'm saying? You created, and I feel like that's kind of what you're saying. what we need. Yeah. So sometimes when, like, for instance, like Kid Cudi, he would make music for, like, that dark, depressing moment to make you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, that might be what he needs, but, f- you know, it's different. You're going to find people that resonate with it. Yeah, and for me, like, usually what I need is, like, lately it's kind of been, like, a jazzy kind of music, but I love it's, jazzy it's usually type shit. been, like, Caribbean music, yeah. especially Afrobeats these days. I'm really getting into that, like, it just it just feels good. Anything yeah. that makes me want to dance, and that's I think honestly that's what made me flock to DJing is the fact that I could fuse so much of me into one thing. I could dance, I could sing. Like I'll be doing karaoke. People <laughs> really don't realize. Like yeah. I'll be singing on the mic. You a I'm whole DJing. performer. I'm you a whole performer, yeah. and that's that's what Masego said. He's like, you're a performer. Yeah. Like, like. You know, he was just That's like, lit. yo, I got to I got to bring you on yeah. around the world. Like, yeah, let's go. So I just feel like I'm such a performer that maybe I'm either going to become like a karaoke DJ or just become like an artist myself one day. I don't yeah. know. Because I and it's, I and it's cool that it. you want to do a whole lot of different things like acting. And um, I feel like I would be good yeah. at it if I wasn't so nervous. I feel, like, well, right, I feel, I feel like nerves are nervous. I feel like nerves are like I feel like everyone is nervous, dog. Like thing. you said, you were nervous before this. I was nervous too. Like, yeah. but like we did it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like, like you know, they were winding down. I like we we did it. I always it. the thing is the thing, So like what I'll say about nerves, you just do it. What I'll say about nerves is like when people like meet their nerves or encounter their nerves, then they retreat. You know what I'm saying? People like us, like we do it anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like I I be nervous, dog. Like even just driving here because. So, like, I'm just going to say, I came to New York because I had to drop my mom off at JK, JFK, JFK Airport this morning. Wow. And, um, oh, like, real. even, like, on the drive down here, I was a little high. I was, like, paranoid. You know what I'm I was just, like, paranoid. I was, like, no, I, I drive all the time. But I was just, like, damn, like, what if I get a flat tire? What if I, but, you know what I'm saying? I just, I just went. Before. I just went. Like, That's, I just do it. And yeah. I do that with everything. You know what I'm saying? Me like, too. with everything, I feel nervous, but I do it anyway. Yeah. Cause like I'll let the thing decide. Like if this thing is gonna be a W or it's gonna be a L, like like go through it times, and let it decide. A lot of times L's put you right exactly. L's where you L's just be. L's L's are just like dog. Like I I don't think L's are L's. I just think like they're things that happen that maybe yeah. they didn't turn out how you wanted it to. But like that thing is still a tally in the universe. Like okay, Mech did this. Matters, you know what I'm saying? Like he yeah. did this. Like he did it like that's whether he true. did it good or whether he did it bad like that's he true. did it you know what i'm saying so like so now when i do something similar or when i do something like that's just like that i have that experience of when i did it and it didn't work out how, how i thought mm-hmm. it was going to whatever like you know what i'm saying that's i just true. think people just got to do things yeah. but um last thing i'll ask is what would you leave people with i always give the opportunity for people to leave people with something whether it's inspiration whether it's uh follow me here whether it's uh go download my mix whatever it is like (laughs) this is your you have the floor like it it can be cliche i don't want it to be but like (laughs) like whatever it is like take the time to just you know what i'm saying say something final words i just would like to say i don't know i feel like this is this is that generic like 
be yourself, follow your heart thing. But but you know, okay, before before you go, <laughs> like, go before you go shit. any further, that's dog, like some of the most cliche that's sayings I found to be like the most yeah. real sayings, yo. Like honestly, cause like Dog, like what we're going back to, this, 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 I think the theme of this conversation is individuals and people being individual. Like once I started yes. being myself, you know what I'm saying? Is when free. I started, you feel free. Okay, so that's, people like you for being yourself. Like dog, that's like that's what, what people saying. want. Like people want you to be yourself, I know what dog. I'm yeah, it's, it's, it's exactly like that. Like if you feel like saying, no the fuck I don't want to go to work today. <laughs> and or if you feel like telling a friend like, you know, just whatever you feel, of course, like still not to say sugarcoat, but still be compassionate yeah, and respectful. For sure. But know why and just like really be honest with how you're feeling. That's been my biggest thing. It's like it's like even if somebody asks me a question like, how do I make you feel right now? And it might be hard because like you're like, wait, how do you make me feel? Um, You make me feel comfortable you make me feel nervous why and just dissect these things and figure out why and i swear like it'll change your life like it'll just really make you become your own therapist and psychologist where you don't need them because you're able to figure out why you're doing something oh i'm wearing this jacket so that people can notice me or i'm just about to jump off this roof and kill myself because i want attention you know, like, like, and even if it stems back to like, maybe your parents not loving you, like you'll figure out why and you'll Answer figure out questions. how to love yourself. Questions, yeah. yeah. So it's all, it, it leads into mental health. And, so, you know, I've, I've recently done an interview um, where they asked me like, what do you think about mental health and how, what have you done to like, you know, kind of like deal with that mm -hmm. and it's a list of things of but it's really just whatever you like to do yeah. it's whatever my favorite food is my favorite activities sometimes i like to just lay in the grass <sighs> and just like hug a tree or eat my favorite fruits or just like like literally i would think back to my childhood what made me happy and being around my family partaking in these type of events, eating certain foods, stuff like that. Like just whatever it is, doodling, drawing. Sometimes for me, it's cleaning. Like crazily, I would come home from work tired and cleaning and organizing would make me happy. So it's whatever that is for you. And I feel like that's the remedy. Like it's not in anybody else. And of course, like it's nice when somebody loves you and somebody makes you feel like a certain way and makes you feel beautiful, but how can they love and respect you if you're not doing what, you know, like makes you. you feel beautiful? Yeah. Even if that's, you know, materialistic and it's like, oh, I need this gold ring or I need to do my nails. It's still like you're taking care of yourself, yeah. you know? So it's like, I used to look at it like, like, oh, my mom, you know, that's one thing my mom taught me is like how to love and value myself mostly outside. And I taught myself inside, you know, like, whether it was what I was eating and my character, but she taught me the outside is just as important because this is your temple, this is your vessel that houses your soul. So it's nothing wrong with getting your nails and your hair done and like treating yourself. And I used to just feel like, no, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like I was I just such you. a tomboy yeah. even. And I was just so like, 
I was just so like, these things don't matter. You know, like it's what's on the inside. Mm -hmm. And I'd rather ball out at Whole Foods than ball out at the Nike store. (laughs) But it's like quality inside and out. That's that's how I feel. Like I just I'm starting to appreciate and understand why like wearing a shirt from like. Like let's just say Charlotte Russe or something. It's so much different than an Adidas shirt, you know. I never shopped at Charlotte Russe. Charlotte Russe, it's so bad. And me, my mood is in Taurus. You know, I like soft, things. nice things. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be a thousand dollar Dolce and Gabbana shirt. You know, it could be that brand that's in the mall. It could be affordable. I could make it myself, or it could be that twenty dollar soft fleece blanket from Target. So anything we want is attainable, but another thing, the most important thing, honestly, that I've learned, like, oh, I never even mentioned this. This is the last thing. Yeah. Um, when I was going through that kind of rehab kind of year, oh yeah, life brought me down to where I had nothing. I didn't have my friends, I didn't have my car, my apartment, my personal space. I didn't have my paints. My controller broke. <laughs> what controller? My DJ controller. Oh, word, word. Had to buy a new one. I had to, like, Literally, it was just, like ground zero. It was like, what do you have? And I looked around, and I was like, okay, my cousins, they have thousands of colored pencils, crayons, pens, paper, like, all these craft stuff. They're very into that. Like, they have an abundance of it. And I realized, like, all I have is my body. So that's what got me into yoga because I'm like, all I have is my breath. So it made me think like, I have my voice, the ability to speak, I could sing. I could, every tool could break and I have me. And what can I do? I can walk, I can stretch, I can move, I could breathe. And that's what made me so focused on realizing that like, the most important thing is is deep breathing, like the ability to breathe and center and calm yourself. I like, do that all the time. Yeah, yeah it's so funny. It's, I do that all, anytime I'm feeling nervous. Even when I, we think we need our favorite so food or fit or you need your vitamin, like honestly, outside nature, yeah. we have all the elements around us. We have the sun, we have the moon, we have the earth, we have air. And that's like really the basic essentials. Yeah. So everything else is extra. Yeah. That nice, that nice Levi's jean jacket is just extra. Yeah. It's just it's soft and nice, but it's just extra. Yeah. Cause when I notice when I'm feeling shitty, and it's usually because my digestive system is sucky <laughs> and <laughs> I don't poop every day. You know, it's getting better, but like when you don't take care of yourself and you're not letting go of things emotionally and things that you eat it's building up and you're gonna feel shitty and even if you're wearing that nice jacket you still gonna feel shitty even if you're in that nice environment and you're in trinidad on a beach you're still gonna feel shitty so you have to learn to love who you are you have to take care of yourself because your body is like a factory so every cell is working hard it's literally like working hard to take care of you and we're over here poisoning ourselves every day and not talking to ourselves and asking us what do you need that's real it's as simple as that like what do you need how can i take care of you that's real and from there we'll learn how to take care of everybody else so 
we're a business. And I always say, like, if you can't run yourself, then you can't run a business. So that's real, man. I know I've got to get better with running myself before I really as do I become an entrepreneur. But I think I think um, I think uh, the the awareness of it is like literally even like three fourths of the battle. It's a little bit more. But yeah, no, no, no. But I think but I think, you know, what I'm saying later. But but I think a lot of people go through life not even thinking about these things. You know what I'm saying? Like literally go through life just eating McDonald's, eating like, you know, what I'm saying just like. Going through life, yeah. just like doing, like literally going I had a through boss the motions. Try to give me candy to stay awake for an overnight at mm-hmm. Marshalls before, and I was like, "What the fuck do you mean? Like, <laughs> I'm not eating no candy. Straight like, up. I don't eat yeah. candy anymore. This is not energy. This is not fuel. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, like it was. I'm no, not but I, I feel you. I feel no, no, no. I feel you. Like, I feel you. I feel you in the sense Eczema's that, like, flaring up. I think, like, um, I think, I think we as as consumers just do things without thinking about what we're actually doing. That's my. That's kind of my gripe with That's like true. American society these days. We just do things without thinking about what we're doing. Like we don't you know, what I'm saying the terms and agreements. We, yeah, we don't we don't read the terms and agreements. We don't read the nutrition facts. We just like do stuff. Mm-hmm. So like I I know I me personally have been way more conscious about the things that I eat, the things that I do. But I'm not like like you said, I'm not there 100. Yeah, percent But the fact okay. that I'm aware Be of it is ourselves. half of the battle. The fact that I'm aware that like okay, like I know I didn't eat well today because I know like. I, I cut corners because I had a, a busy day. Yeah, but like, I know it. I you know what I'm saying? The so then, so tomorrow I'm gonna do better. Mm-hmm. But the the thing is, like people don't even know that that's what they're doing. So they do this every single day. Right. You know what I'm saying? For their whole fucking life, like right. 60, 70 years, they do this every day. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. Whereas like knowing the it awareness. is half the battle. The awareness is half mm-hmm. the battle. You know what I'm saying? Doing something about it is like. Another and as long quarter as you're of it. trying, like that's just try, most, try. That's life. Because when you hear these things and this advice and these lessons, like it, it trust me, it made me feel like shit. When I would see these tweets or like people that you know spiritually, even girls, and just all this advice, and it would, it would just make you feel like, oh, I don't have it together. Yeah. But the thing is that every step you take counts, mm-hmm. and that you still have to be gentle with yourself on this process because it's not easy, and we're not perfect, and we encounter toxins every day you know so it's okay like it's it's okay that's real yeah um julie said i appreciate you for coming through man um honestly this has been super dope (laughs) um we're gonna go ahead and like wrap up everything (laughs) that you said has been like super lit and i feel like this conversation was needed for creators out there you know what i'm saying people that are going like this has been a really dope um kind of like self-help like uh what's the word i'm looking for like like personal me. development like uh oh, conversation yeah, that's which is that's that's literally me too that's yeah. why i think it turned into that you know what yeah. i'm saying because like i've i've been on a self-help it, wave it personal development more, wave for a long time it, it fuels everything else. everything else everything yeah. else yeah that's why I'm like, i believe that 100 percent. like how how i'm able to dj and perform now i have so much energy and that's what i'm going to say because you've been on tour with the boys taking care of the other parts they of your don't life. do any drugs they didn't smoke they didn't drink masego and gold link and masego masego and gold link were on me if i like because i was vegan the whole time yeah. until like maybe the last week because i was losing weight but, i need a burger yeah, but, <laughs> i was like i'm eating this philly cheesecake we're like no. that's <laughs> funny as hell that's funny as hell but, but that's yeah, good insight on yeah, on the one boys masego saw me like i was just like let me just hit that cigarette real quick because i didn't have any vice like, yeah I was yeah just, like i just 
you know, whatever. Yeah, straight up. He was like, get that, get out that your shit head. out there. Yeah, Jason, Tim, and like Phil used to do that to, to me <laughs> all the time at Hampton. Cause I like every once in a while I smoke a cigarette, and they would always Don't like make me feel like the shittiest nigga. Out of my hand, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I just want to bite. We just finished the yeah, show. Like straight it's up. midnight. I'm like, straight they up. They got all these sweets. What do you? But mean? that discipline, man. Uh, that's that's what I strive that's for. I strive for that discipline of like never, like never succumbing to like even when I'm because like usually what it is is like I'll have I'll have a plan in my head mm-hmm. when I get drunk that plan goes out the window you know what I'm saying so like that discipline yeah so that discipline is what I strive for where it's yeah. like I'm drunk and I still and won't certain do that people, shit some people influence me to be like okay it's whatever and yeah it's fine like just them, be like no and it's like okay yeah. no that's I got real this. that's real yeah, bro it's a hundred percent the people that you surround yourself like, with yo like i remember we were getting chick-fil-a golden was getting everybody chick-fil-a and i was just like because i was like i'll get the salad and i was like no nah, but i want a spicy chicken I'm sandwich <laughs> he's like no she's getting yeah, the salad i was yeah. like no I yeah need straight it. up straight he's up he's like you're trying you're gonna help us yeah. so we need yeah. you you know so it it reminds you to like be that example straight up because how are you gonna make a change if you don't lead by example straight up and it was hard but somehow i made it through until like the last two weeks <laughs> um lastly do yeah. you want to like tell people where to find you like oh, hit yeah. you up yeah i'm real quick. joe froxy on all social media so joe froxy that's jay i remember when your name was joe mondo joe <laughs> I, I used to just say that shit joe. out loud that shit was funny <laughs> joe mondo <laughs> joe manda is my joe middle mando. name oh really yeah then i was dj frox <laughs> now yeah. i'm just Joe, Joe Froxy. Froxy. So, so at the time Joe of this recording, Fro who knows what it'll be next year? I know. And then I was Jill Akos when I made oh, yeah. that song yeah. with uh, Chase. Yeah, like that was Jill, my nickname mixed with Soka. Yeah. Backwards. So Always a J in there somewhere. Yeah, it's always, it's always, always a, a J. J in there somewhere. Crazy. But yeah, man, again, yeah. I appreciate you for coming through, man. Thank this you. has been dope. Appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate you tuning in to this episode of This A Podcast. Um, Wherever you're listening, Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor, Stitcher, whatever, uh, please like, comment, subscribe, all that type of stuff. If you think this was a valuable episode, you learned some stuff, save it, listen to it later. Uh, Share it if you feel inclined. Um, Again, we got a bunch of stuff on itsnation.com so check us out there we got sporty life tv we got saba saga we got all kinds of stuff on there so check that out uh youtube it's nation tv uh always dropping new content we got the sporty life tv living there follow itsnation.com on all social media channels instagram twitter Vero, if you're there, Snapchat, uh, itsnation.com spelled out. So that's itsnation, D-O-T-C-O-M. Um, and just, you know what I'm saying, keep supporting the brand, man. We all, we all really appreciate it. It's fucking nation.